You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh. Yeah. Ready? Woo. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Hello and welcome to the first ever Dominion Titan football pregame show. You are listening to Kevin DiDomenico without Y. Krieger this time. It's a beautiful night. little chilly, I'd say, for tonight's homecoming game. It's the Dominion Titans against the Loudoun Valley Vikings. We got a great show for you. Joining us over these next 25 minutes, Coach Carl Buckwalter, the injured quarterback Thomas Jarman will join us, and the Titans are taking on the, f- the two and five Loudoun Valley Vikings, as I just said. Uh, but first, let's take a look at how the Titans got to this point. They started off the season with a disappointing loss at Clark County. They bounced back with a nice win against Potomac Falls in a defensive battle. Another win over Fauquier where Thomas Jarman broke just about all the records you could break in a 42 to nothing win. That followed, followed that was a loss to a seemingly better South Lakes team. Um, and then wins over Heritage and Riverside pushed them to 4-2, and two, following a bye. And recently, the Titans faced their biggest hurdle yet uh, against Woodgrove when they lost and lost their starting quarterback, Thomas Jarman, who I said, early, who I said will join us a bit later. The new quarterback, Trey Hayes, did step in and did a great job in their 30-14 to 14 win over Loudoun County. County did beat Loudoun Valley, who the Titans played tonight, 28-21. to 21. But focusing on tonight... It's a huge win and seemingly a must win for the Titans to be in a good position for the upcoming playoffs. Look at their defense, which has really been the key thus far for the Titans. It's really been their rock all year, just performing, performing-wise every week in, week out, getting the job done. At home, they didn't give up their first touchdown until the sixth game of the season in the second half against Riverside. So guys like Kavinsky, Adu, Hayes, Robertson, Campos have really stepped up. And, you know, talking to Coach Toppy this week in our halftime interviews, these guys have been, these guys have been key. And, you know, you talk about a unit coming together. I, I don't think I've seen a, a unit come together better than this, Titans, than this Titans defense. Injuries have come quite a bit to this Titans defense. And, you know, as Coach Carl Buckwalter likes to say, it's the next man up mentality. And they have surely embodied that motto. A key guy I want to talk about on defense is Kyle Kavinsky. This is a guy that I want to say everyone on this Titans defense looks up to. Everyone who we've interviewed has, has talked about, uh, you know, his, his ability to lead and lead as a, as a quiet leader, but leading by example, if you will. But overall, I mean, this defense can really be lethal if, if, you, uh, if, it, if you get it healthy. Looking at their offense... They've been a solid scoring machine all year. Uh, with the exception of the second game of the season against Potomac Falls, they have the best receiving core in the state. Jarman is able to distribute the ball all year and be a force as the top quarterback in the state. It's tough to lose him at this point, but with them losing him, they go back to the same next up man, next man up mentality. And to talk about the replacement of Thomas Jarman, we will have Coach Carl Buckwalter joining us just about right now. He has sat down in the... Right next to me, his headset is on. Also, the man himself, Trey Hayes, joined us for a halftime show you will not want to miss. But right now, Coach 
Carl Buckwalter joins us. Coach, happy to have you out here in the pregame show. Thank you very much. This is awesome. You guys have this set up, and uh, I know I'm going to give my, my daughter a shout-out. Awesome. In uh, Louisville. I know she's listening. As always. And, uh, she said uh, she wanted to make sure and check that it was live, and I told her it's live. It is live. So, Coach, talk about an excellent atmosphere at Dominion High School this time of year. What's your favorite part about homecoming week? It's just that, as we tell the kids, it's not about the game. It's about all the Titans coming back, all the graduates coming yeah. back, and enjoying the atmosphere to, you know, for a phenomenal school, and coming back and seeing your friends. What, what do you think is your favorite homecoming game memory in your tenure here at Dominion High School? Um, I think it's at the Loudoun County where we came back and down three touchdowns with like five minutes left of the yeah, game. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Everybody stormed the field. It was a great uh, great atmosphere. So moving over to the to the adjustment of Trey, that Trey Hayes has to make, how has he taken the quarterback position and you made it made it unique to his abilities thus far? Well, we put what we feel is the best athlete in that position. Yeah. He gives us, he can throw the ball, he gives us escapability, and he's a playmaker. Plus, yeah. uh, he's been starting at uh, both ways for I don't know seven eight ball games since sure. we started, and uh, he is he's he's a leader in in itself. The other Titans have rallied around him, and uh, last week, uh, you know, he started off with you know a turnover and looked at me and said, "I got it, coach, no problem." Mm -hmm. Came back and we end up winning thirty to fourteen. So uh, he's he's more than capable, and we're excited about it. Yeah, that does show his leadership ability. How is he? How has this team rallied around Hayes in the past week? Well, they've really, you know, they, they've really rallied around him. And, they, and, and it all started, I think, you know, in practice. And then, yeah. and then when it happened in a game when we faced some adversity in that very first series over there at County. And the kids just looked at him and they yeah. were like, no, don't worry about it. We got you. Yeah. It's okay. And so they just kept encouraging. And, and Jarman has been a, a just phenomenal at calming yeah. Trey, Trey down and teaching him where, you know, where the throw is going to be mm -hmm. open and, and setting it up because Trey would – Come, come off the field, and he would say, you're right, it was right there, it was right mm -hmm. there. Like on the, on the touchdown pass to Jaden last week, uh, it was a little half roll, and uh, he, he set up and threw a beautiful ball uh, to Jaden and, and uh, came off the field and, and basically thanked Thomas. So moving over to tonight's game against Loudoun Valley, who are 2-5, and five, what should the fans ex expect to see in this first half? You know, it's a it's, – a deceptive two and five. They're a very good football yeah. team. Okay. Their quarterback came back, uh, and he's uh, you know he's throwing it around. He came back from from a tough ACL injury. Mm -hmm. I know he's back and he's yeah. excited. He's a senior and getting to finish it out. But it's going to be a, a very very tough game, very physical game, and and it's going to come down to O line and, and D line, and it always does in, in games. And uh, you know if our Titans come off the ball, we should, we got to get a pass rush, and that that's yeah. going to be key because they're going to throw it around. Yeah, sure. So looking at the playoff picture, how do you feel about the seemingly very real chance of playing Woodgrove in the first in the first round of the playoff game? Do you do you want to play? Do you, is that something you'd like to play them no, in the first round? We're at the point in time we're playing meaningful games. Yeah. Like tonight is for the district yeah. championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, if, if by chance we do stumble, uh, I don't know if we have another game. So okay. we, you know we're focused on next, this one. Next game, yeah. But as far as Woodgrove is concerned, Woodgrove is Woodgrove. They're not Alabama. You know, our kids don't fear anything. Yeah, anything. oh, of so course. They lost to Heritage as well. Yeah, so it's one of those things. If we meet them, great. If we don't, you know, it's okay too. So I want to have some fun here, and I got to ask it. Everyone's been asking. Talking about Halloween, who were you going to see Coach Buck dressed up as? 
Wow. Yeah. You don't I don't know. Really, I, ha I had to say really, it. You don't really stump me. Tell you what, my I'm producer. I'm not really stumped, you know, with questions. I'm usually pretty good at that, but I, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even come off the top of my head right away. I'm gonna know. be I'm gonna be paging Carly's dad, taking uh, Carlin around That's awesome. in the neighborhood. That is now. Do you be, now? Do you give out, do you give out big candy bars or small candy bars? What's your deal oh, with that? Oh no, we load up. Okay. Man. Oh yeah, they come to our. That's house great. And we load them up. I'll tell you what, we'd always love to go to go to those houses. You talk a little bit about Jarman uh, teaching teaching Hayes uh, and kind of mentoring him throughout throughout the transition. Has Aiden Dolan? came into your mind as a possible sure. and yeah absolutely and Aiden's a very capable young man yeah. and uh, you know people judge these kids on what grade they're in yeah and we, you know we've said for 32 years I've been doing this mm -hmm. you know freshman sophomore junior seniors we don't stereotype our kids yeah you know we're going to play the best kid uh, and put them in this position to be successful so you know, you know the other kids. If you know the juniors and seniors, they, they were just born before the our sophomores. Exactly. That doesn't mean they're better, and and that's what we preach and we we tell the kids and and in our community that as well. So, I know it's a little fuzzy. Can you explain the playoff picture for our listeners? At this point, the playoff what we're picture looking at right now is uh, we are third, and because of our strength of schedule, okay. and uh, with a win, we're looking to. Either stay third and hope that uh, Millbrook and Liberty stumble because they got some tough games coming against, yeah. against Sarando, and that might propel us into a home, you know, a, okay. a, a buy. Um, but Dr. Brewer, he he's a ma master mathematician, so he does all those numbers, so he keeps us up the yeah. day. But right now we're third, and we're we're fighting for our playoff life uh, and a, and a district championship for the second year in a row. So can you talk a little bit about – I talked a lot about defense in my first five minutes here. Talk a little bit about how the defense has been a rock all year this season throughout every game. Well, it's one of those things where I preach defense. I'm the defensive coordinator. Yeah. I take great pride yeah, in exactly. our defense for the last three years. We In our district, we've had the defensive player of the year. And defense wins championship. It comes down to stops. It's mm -hmm. always will be for me coming down. you got to stop somebody so at some point in time. Yeah. Um, and the more stops you get, obviously, the more chances your offense is going to get. And we work for the short field. Uh, much like last week, we gave Loudoun County the short field twice, and they took advantage of it and scored. Coach, i got one more question for you coming your way. No, I don't. Well, don't? All right. Coach, thank you so much for joining it's us. It's a pleasure. Thank Heck you of a job. Thank you great. so much. Take care. Next, the man himself, Thomas Jarman, will join us. Jarman recently went down with the very, very sad ACL injury, and it hurt this team quite a bit. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us here. No problem. It's a pleasure. Thomas, kind of talk about what went through your mind when this, when this injury came about. Well... When I went down, I knew it was a serious injury. Yeah. Um, but I knew that our boys, we've practiced me going down. We've practiced situations like that. So I believe that this team will be just fine without me. Even though everybody's saying it's a, a big loss, but but if everybody does their job, uh, we'll be fine. So you talk about Trey Hayes coming in and replacing you. Buck talked about earlier you've done a great job. How have you, how have you done a great job in helping him learn the ways of the quarterback position? Um, I'd say I've just taught him everything that I know. Um, if he has any questions, he can ask me. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah, he yeah. knows that. And um, 
What about like ap- after every play or after every? Do you like kind of coach him up after? I mean, you only had one game in this in this situation, but do you kind of yeah. coach him up after after you know he makes a bad play or he makes a good play? Yeah, I tell him. Um, I don't know if he told you, but he, he said he told you that uh, on that touchdown pass before the play, I told him exactly what read to make just yeah. to read the safety whichever way he goes, throw it opposite that. So I'd say yeah. I don't know if he needs the help, but yeah, but yeah, I'll give him that help. Kid does have a very good arm. So, looking at your situation right now, what are you? What are your plans in terms of your football career, your rehab, or what are you looking at for the next year, or the coming years? Well, right now, um, I have enough film that um, I'm starting to send it out to more coaches, mm-hmm. lots of coaches. Yeah. Coach Buck's getting getting uh, calls about me. Yeah. So I, um, even though the torn ACL is like a a big deal, there's uh, Coach Buck and I've agreed that there's still a future for me somewhere. Absolutely, yeah. And this uh, rehab six to eight months, so the approximate date I'll be back to full recovery, full speed is uh, in May. So okay, we'll see about that. That's good. Talk about. Can you talk a little bit about how important it is? How towards the end of uh, your last few games uh, here. Talk about how important it was when you were, as you were distributing the ball and how important it is for Trey Hayes to distribute the ball in this game. I think it's just important because uh, just to keep the guys' heads in there because I know if I was a receiver and I didn't get the ball, my head would start going towards somewhere else. Yeah. But just keeping the guys in the game, keeping them happy, yeah, and sure. just having fun out there, just definitely. So after all this, if there was any message you could give to your team tonight, what would it be? Just to go go out there with a full heart, clear eyes. Clear eye, clear eyes, full hearts can't lose. Yep. It's our motto of this class of 2018 class. Oh, yeah. But uh, also, you know, don't play for me. Just play for each other. Of course. Because, I mean, Coach Buck and, and uh, a couple of other guys, they said it themselves. We've been, we've been out here grinding since uh, de- late December of yeah. last year in the weight room, things like that. But, um, yeah, Friday nights are a big deal here. Definitely. And it's a great atmosphere tonight as the band is coming right by us. Fans are streaming as, as we are right by the door. Um, so tonight, looking at this game, what are the keys to beating this Vikings team uh, from what you've seen in the film you've seen? I'd say on the film they, they do look big, but they look slow. So speed kills. Okay. There you speed go, speed kills. kills. Oh, yeah. So we should we – should. I'd say if, if our run game gets established – then they'll start coming up in our speed kills on the on the throws of sure. George one on one. That should be money. That's always a good that's always good look. Thomas yeah. also wanna have some fun. I asked Buck this question earlier and he, he honestly didn't have an answer for me. What are we gonna see QB one, our forever QB one, dressed up as this Halloween? For Halloween. Tell you what, I've been asking this question. I don't know if I know what I'm dressing up as. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm We'll I mean take suggestions though. If you want to tweet at Katie to five I would take suggestions of the Halloween costume, but Thomas, go ahead. Um, to be honest, I don't even know if I'm going to dress up. Probably just distribute. I'm going to need you to dress like up. I'm going to need you to dress if up I for this question. If you dressed up, what would it be? Probably full suit. Just a businessman, honestly, <laughs> about business. That's a good look. Now, you're saying you're getting out candy. I did ask Buck. I asked Buck the same question. I said, if you're giving out candy, you're going to have big, big candy brows. As a kid, as when you were trick-or-treating as a kid, are you looking for you're hitting the big house you're hitting the big candy bars, so where are you looking in your area to get those big candy bars? I'd say bigger houses. Bigger houses. Yeah. Okay. 
Those are always money. I mean, whether it's candy or pretzels, something like that, you know. Got to love a good pretzel. Yeah. Now, you've been on the offensive side of the ball. Talk about how great this defense has been all year. Oh, yeah. But we, we haven't even given up a point, exactly. a single point at home. Well, I said it was against your first touchdown was given up against in the sixth game of the year in the second half yep. against a Riverside team. Yeah, but that wasn't even on defense, special teams. That was special teams, yeah. yeah. No defensive uh, touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, if we if our defense just keeps playing like they do, man, we should be uh, succeeding so for, uh, rest of the season. Awesome, awesome. Well, Thomas, it was a pleasure having you. Get well soon. We'd love you to join us again. Thank you, thank you. Pleasure to be on here. To close it up, Wyatt Krieger, a quick, we got to get a quick photo for the, for the fans and we're, we're switching it up. Wyatt Krieger will now join us. And Wyatt, happy to have you. Kevin, it's great to be back. I will say one thing. Say it. I can tell how comfortable you were because you kept sliding down in your seat. <laughs> and that's, that's just how I knew. That is just Well, I'll tell you what. You, you read me right because <laughs> I'm very comfortable. You know what? It's a little chilly out. It Would is. you say so? I got a sweatshirt in my bag. I'm not sure if I'm going to have to use it in the booth. but Oh, you're going to have to use colder. it. It's getting I gotta, colder. I got a Paul the Six sweatshirt. It's getting colder. In the winter, I don't know if I want to sport that. We got our DHS press network. It's, it's homecoming. I'm not going to do it. We got a big day ahead of us. I don't want to get sick. I hope you don't, Kevin. I mean, this is a big weekend. Big week in general. It was so stressful. You had a great pep rally. You emceed oh, the pep rally. Oh, I did emcee the pep rally. Yep, yep, yep. Seniors. Tied, tied in um, Powder Puff, but got the win in the Interesting hallway. Interesting deal. We, we, the we did Not a tug of war to decide the winner of the of the Powder Puff game. It was weird. It was a it was a weird weird day. I'd, I'd say the seniors won the day looking at it. But, Wyatt, I got to ask you. I got to ask you right now. Talk about some keys for this win against Loudoun, Loudoun Valley. Now, mind you, I said it earlier. Loudoun, Loudoun County beat Valley 28-21. to and I believe it was a close game, though, Kevin, and I think those yeah. teams match up pretty well. Match up pretty well, but Dominion well. did run over Loudoun County last yeah. week. But here's the thing. I think when, when you have a new quarterback stepping in, you're just going to need so many different people to step up, and this defense the defense has been the rock all year. Yeah. But when you talk about people you got to step up, I think Coach Holland's going to play key the rest of the season. His okay. play calling. Yeah, his sure. His play calling, because him and, him and Thomas had such a chemistry yeah. together, and I just think you have to build on that with Trey, and Trey's going to come in. He's, I mean, he's got George Richardson. He's got all the all the all the receivers you need. All the all the weapons. All, all the weapons you need. And offensive line has played great at the end of the season. And Kevin, I think it's like one of the best, probably one of the best situations a new quarterback could have come in. He's going to be drawing some Vashawn McCants comparisons because he he yeah. can do a lot of the things that Vashawn can't yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Trey Hayes, he's a he's a guy who who seem, he played both sides of the ball. Already as it is, so he knows the field. It's not like he's coming in just as a backup quarterback. He knows the field. He knows the pressure situations. And not only that, he was—he's a great—he's a great defensive player. He's probably better on defense yeah. than he is than he is offensively. I mean, he had two picks. I think it was one or two picks last week against County that were big. And you know, last week he started off so shaky. Everyone was everyone. I think everyone just started to freak out. He had first first yeah. possession, he had a fumble, yeah. fumble that led right yeah, to Loudon County. About that. Yep. Loudon County touchdowns at seven zero, but. I think he just settled in and he started making throws that one drive. I and mean, he only completed, he only threw eight, attempted eight passes, but he started making throws one drive. And I think that was just, just a glimpse of what we can see from from this man. I mean, but forward. you talk about Thomas Jarman; he's been huge in this. He's taken this whole thing whole. He's taken this whole thing really, really well. I mean, talking to him right there, you see his composure talking about his injury, um, and you see his faith in his abilities and his hope. 
and to be to be able to play at the next level. He has faith in his coach Carl Buckwall to to lead him to a to a college that's right for him. But he's been huge in, in helping Hayes throughout this whole and process. I will, and I will say that just shows I, I believe Thomas will succeed at the next level just because he works harder than, than anyone. Yeah. And he, he's worked so hard. He, he probably should, could have been starting quarterback last year for that, for yeah, that team. I, I mean, yeah. things, things went, and all the players have said that this year. But he's just finally getting his chance, and it's really a shame and he, yeah, and what he does, happened. And it's a shame because he proved so many people wrong. I think people dis, dis, discredited yeah, him after sure. last year. And, I mean, he worked he worked with Troth. Him and, him and, him and Troth, I believe, don't, didn't really have that great of a connection. So I just think he proved so many people wrong this year. He he worked so hard. He was he was playing so well. He had over almost over sixteen hundred passing yards, and I just I mean it's it's a loss you can't really recover from. But the way they've responded so far, it's nothing but positive signs. We we did talk to uh, defensive and offensive line coach Coach Choppy this week, and he great talked interview. about yeah great oh he was great. You're gonna want to listen to that that halftime. But he was he was he was great. He talked about a breakout player in Jamari Robertson and how this guy's been been huge and you know what i'll tell you what and when we were doing our prep for the for the season we didn't even think about this guy and and jamari robinson i i have them highlighted as is one of the de- mvps on this stout on this defense. defense and i know he goes often unrecognized kevin i and i will say that like you got stars on this defense you've got jd pierre you've got jd pierre you've got d1 talent all across the board you got yeah. jimmy Chris who has two division one offers already joel campos who's already who's still playing at a, at, a, at a high level. But Jamari Robinson has just been solid. He had an injury early in the year to his knee. People thought he was going to be out. And he just makes big plays. He constantly blows up into the inside of offensive lines. And I don't know. He's just a player you have to watch for and you have to respect if you're going to up against him. Well, Wyatt, thank you for your couple minutes of insight. But we got to wrap it up. We will be up in the booth. And in our time of transition, you're going to hear six minutes of Wyatt and interviewing Coach Carl Buckwalter. We had a pleasure. We had a pleasure of a time here for this pregame show. Thank you so much for joining us, those who who did. Thank you, Coach Carl Buckwalter and Thomas Jarman, for joining us. We will wrap it up. We'll see you at 7 o'clock for DHS Press Network Broadcasting. Hello and welcome. I am now joined by head coach of the Dominion Titans, Carl Buckwalter, following a tough loss, a 28-12 loss to the Woodgrove Wolverines and now. They have just learned that they will be without their starting quarterback, Thomas Jarman, for the rest of the year. So, Coach, I just want to first kick it off with initial, your initial thoughts. When you when he was injured Friday in the game and then when you got diagnosed just earlier today. Uh, when he didn't get up, it, it was the worst-case scenario that we always feared. And um, unfortunately uh, for the Titan community, that it, it came to fruition. But Thomas is a tough kid. Um, he's gonna have surgery. Through the same. There's another Titan that's going through the same thing. There's another Titan that's going through the same thing. Another Titan that's going through the same thing. Who uh, I talked to and has reached out. Scotty Forbes is going through the same thing. Scotty reached out um, to Thomas, so they're gonna go through it together. And um, I'm sure both of them will come out with flying colors. Is there any? What do you see with him, with Thomas in football? It is his senior year this year moving forward. Thomas has an opportunity. There will be an opportunity, I'm sure, somewhere out there to find a football home. and We'll do everything that we can possibly do to help him get there. Um, we're, all, we're all with him, step-by-step mm-hmm. um, step in the way, and all the Titan community um, and alum are also with him. Uh, he's having a phenomenal record-breaking year. He and Coach Holland have, have really took, taken hold of the offense. And... Uh, we have a uh, very tall task with Thomas not being in anymore. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're going to have to adjust and, and 
move forward. So what's the mood in the locker room been like, and what's your message to a team with when an injury like this happens? Like he's probably your most valuable player going, going through now. Well, unfortunately, the, the, the message is it's got to be next man up mentality. Um, we all got to rally on on the next guy, mm -hmm. and uh, understand that that uh, Trey's not going to make the same plays as Thomas makes. Okay, and we have to be patient, and we can't get uh, you know upset. We just got to rally around, and we're facing this adversity, and we all got to face it together. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with Trey Hayes stepping in at quarterback, what kind of offense do you think we're going to be looking at in terms of the play calls and how you use this your personnel that is really starred? It's all plug here. and play with us. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's not like the offense is all of a sudden going to stop. The offense is going to change. Um, it's plug and play. I mean, Trey's going to have to make the throws. He's going to have to make the runs. He's going to have to make the calls, and he'll, he's well-equipped, and he'll do it. He gives us uh, – he's a phenomenal athlete. He gives us his capability, and he's got a heck of an arm. Mm -hmm. So, Coach, how do you build, I would say, just fighting adversity this year? I mean, a few times this season you guys have gotten down, haven't seen you just step up with adversity, facing adversity. How do you build that now, especially with this injury? Well, we're in a, in a uh, we're in a, in, in a playoff push right now, mm -hmm. and uh, we have everything to gain and everything to lose, so to speak. We went out, we're automatically in, and mm -hmm. I mean, what more can you want? You have a meaningful games to get in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of teams that are playing for playing the end of the season, playing for pride, playing for whatever else, but they're not playing for playoffs. Yeah. So that's if if you can't rise to the occasion for that. Then I don't know what to do. Like, I can't help you. Yeah. So what do you think some struggles or growing pains you might see with Trey, quarterback? Um, I think you'll see some jitters. But see, the Trey is, it, you know, we don't stereotype our kids as freshmen, sophomore, mm -hmm. junior, seniors. The best kids are going to play. That's, yeah. that's how I've been doing it for 32 years, mm -hmm. and that's how I'm going to continue to do it. We've had several freshmen that have started. Jimmy and Chris is one example from last year. Chad Smith started both ways as a freshman. I mean, it really doesn't matter. But Trey has started since August on varsity. He hasn't missed a down. He started both ways. It's not like he's he can't handle yeah. you know the speed of the game and anything like that. So he's a he's a veteran. So we're not gonna stereotype our kids and pigeonhole them that way. He's a player. He's a baller. So you did talk about his arm a little bit and he he does have have some talent there and we only saw him run Wildcat plays. We saw him do a few throws, but so we are live. Hello and welcome back to DHS Press Network. It's homecoming week for the Titans. We just finished our pregame show, and the Titans are walking on to kick the ball away. They were a little late setting up. They find themselves in a familiar territory right at the top of the playoff rankings. Tonight, the five and three Dominion Titans take on the two and five Loudoun Valley Vikings in a big playoff conference matchup. In a big conference matchup with playoff implications and a game that the Titans are going to need to win. Wyatt, welcome back. Kevin, it's great to be back here. Um, you know, we've had a few few technical difficulties there coming from the we have from, from the pregame show back to the um, the booth. On a booted away again is Ramon Bloss. From the 40-yard line, he kicks it out of bounds. The flag is thrown, and the ball will be placed at the 40-yard line. Wyatt, we talked about the rules there last last week when the ball is kicked out of bounds. It's placed as a 40-yard line. I talked about that 
And I learned that in Madden. That you did say that last week too, Kevin, and Madden will teach you a lot of things. I'm sure a lot of these offensive coordinators take a lot of their stuff from Madden is what I've heard. Our old coach, Coach Paul Troth, definitely did take some, some sets from, from Madden from what I've heard. So ball looks like it's going to be placed at the 30-yard line. Here comes Ryan Flynn, our spotter, hustling in here. Derek Goings in at the quarterback position. Vikings go with the spread. Titans come with the heat. It's a run up the middle and stopped, hit hard by Jamari Robertson, a key guy we talked about for this Titans defense after a gain of three. Kevin, last week uh, the Loudoun Valley Vikings played against the Riverside Rams. Had a Vikings like to run a balanced offense like with the run in the past. Going last week, quarterback had, was 22 for 37, 255 yards and two touchdowns. So a solid game last week for Goings as he finds himself with a second and six. They go up the middle again, makes a cut, and a big, big hit. That's Eric Blackwell, Kevin. And Eric what a Blackwell. Hit. He came in right through his gap at the linebacker position and picked up the running back and threw him down. John Rock Schwartz on the carry. Eric, alongside Alex Schwartz at the linebacker position, he's a guy that's going to make make a lot of the, make a lot of the big hits for this linebacking core. Go trips to the far side. Two receivers bunched into the near. To the slot position in the far side. One receiver to the far, one receiver out wide to the far side. Going takes the snap. He's looking. Fires over the middle. It's complete. Down past the 50 and past the 45. Running after the tackle and tackle made finally by George Richardson after Jack Kurtara was trudging his way down to the 42-yard line. First down, Vikings. Kevin, in the game against Loudoun County last week, we saw a few drives where County was able to get some big chunk plays through the air. Not might. That may be a problem moving forward for the Titans, but the county was not able to capitalize last week when they when they were driving. Score is score the score is scoreless. Zero to zero, ten forty-three to go. Going gives up the middle now. Running the far side is number twenty-three. Now cuts up the middle and tackle made by a whole bunch of Titans. And that's Swartz again. Kevin, this defense, Trey Hayes still in there despite playing quarterback and he really is starred on, on the defensive side of the ball this, this whole year. He's done anything they, everything they asked him to do. So a huge change, I mean, with this team. Just a huge change, I guess, in the locker room and with everything. I mean, they lose their starting quarterback, and that's a huge storyline tonight as we look at the Titans' offense. They go tri the Vikings go trip to the far side, one receiver to the near side. Titans look like they're coming with the heat, and they do jump. The Titans jump off sides, and the Vikings are going to get five yards, going to bring up a second and about four. And Goings is very pleased with that result. You know, you talk about that quarterback change and how it affected the locker room and this team as a whole, Kevin, but this defense has been here all year. They've been a rock. I mean, the offense has has fluctuated throughout, throughout, but this defense has just been solid, both through the air and both through, both up the middle on the run game. It's been great. Great to watch. So they're setting up at the, 35, at the Titans' 35-yard line. Vikings getting a solid push so far. On this Titans defense, who has been the rock all year for them. Just under 10 minutes to go. Second and three. They throw a screen pass out to the far side. The man breaks a tackle, and he's somewhere near the first time. That's Samuel Allen. And there to push him out of bounds was Jaden Pierre. Allen last week had eight receptions and 78 yards against the Riverside Rams and one of Goings' favorite targets here for this Vikings offense. They do like to run that screen play to him to the far side. 
And so Bones they, looks comfortable so he far does, in this He game. does. He's, he's been slinging it. The two times he has, he has slung it in a, uh, in a comfortable manner. First down and 10 at the 31. This time they go in the pistol formation and they give up the middle to Schwartz. And he spins his way down up past the 30, down to the 27-yard line. A solid gain there for about five. And the key to this game is going to be the defensive defensive or this Dominion defensive line getting to push on that Vikings offensive line tonight. Two receivers to the right now, two receivers to the left, second and six. Sean Wasco out to the near side at the receiver. Goings now looking back to pass. He's got all day. Now throws to the near side and just over the hands of Trevor McClelland. McClelland ran a, ran a flat route there, and Steve Zegbay, one of the most reliable defenders on this Titans defense, was there the whole way. If, if going through that a little, little shorter, then Steve Zegbay would have returned that for six. Looks like they're going with a seemingly a hurry-up formation here for this third and seven with 8.41 to go. Score tied at zero. Titans look like they're coming with the heat. Now they back off. Wirtz scoots over to the outside linebacker position. And the Vikings, a quick pass from Goings up the middle. Looks like it's going to be a first down up a pass the 20. Yeah, it is a first down. Referee signaling first down. They do move the change there. And they get to the 20-yard line. So yeah, Goings looking really good at the quarterback position. And he's been good on third down, too. That's the second third down completion yeah. they've had. And Great play calling, great routes run by these receivers. And these receivers are very tall for the Vikings. They get good separation from the Sure hands backs. we've seen so far. 8.20 to go now. Now they run up the middle of Schwartz, who is running behind his left guard and now finally taken down by Eric Blackwell, his second tackle of the day. Two yards there. Going to bring up a second and eight. Again, we're seeing this balance from the Vikings offense that they like to run. They, they've pretty much alternated this whole time, run, pass, run, pass, and we're not going to see that from the Titans here. We're going to see much more running of the ball with Trey Hayes at quarterback. And all of a sudden, just under eight minutes to go, 7.50 to go. They go in the same spread formation, two receivers to each side. Titans with the two-safety look. Brings a man in motion. And now they go trips to the far side. Goings back to pass. He's got time. Throws over the middle, and it's just out of the reach of Evan Winnett. Winnett last week was going favorite target at 10 receptions, 158 yards, and a touchdown, Kevin. And his, one of his best games of the season. And, again, Goings had a clean pocket there. Like you said, he had time, just didn't deliver, deliver an accurate throw. So a big He's third down here. Goings has been excellent on third down, two for two thus far. And looks like a timeout has been called by, called by Coach Carl Buckwalter for this Titans defense to get reset for this big third down. We did meet up with... Carl, Coach Carl Buckwalter before tonight's game in the pregame show. And, and, I, and I think he's calling this timeout. He cannot be happy with this defensive start. I mean, they've eaten up three, three, three and a half minutes already, Kevin, and time-consuming drive for the Vikings, and they've converted on third down, something this Dominion defense doesn't do a lot. So I think he's just getting them back in line. So far, this is a four-and-a-half-minute drive and an uncharacteristic defensive possession so far for this Titans defense Titans head back onto the field 7.35 to go score knotted up at zero Vikings with the ball and threatening inside the Renzo and at the 18 yard line with a big third and eight coming up it'd be a real shame if these Titans got in a big deficit for their homecoming game here mm -hmm. it is homecoming week Kevin and 
Stands are packed. Here we go. Titans seem to jump, and they do jump. J.D. Pierre jumped that time and looked like a double hard count there. He called it once, and a man on the far side of the defensive line jumped, and Jimmy Christ, he didn't go over, and he called it again, and J.D. Pierre ended up jumping. So we've seen the spread formation, a similar look for the Vikings as the Titans offense. They do like to go to the trips to one side, as they're doing right now here for this third and three at the 13. Goings with a fake screen pass. They go up to middle. Schwartz, he finds a hole, and there he goes. He's in. Touchdown. And the Vikings strike first. Surprising. And it is silent here on this Dominion sideline. And, wow, what a surprising drive here. And, Kevin, that, that third down conversion can be contributed to J.D. Pierre's offsides to Kevin. I mean, they got him on the hard count twice that drive, and that, was, that made the Vikings able to run the ball there, and they just ran a nice draw play. Schwartz was able to run it in through a big hole from this offensive line. Not the drive you want to see if you're a Titans fan, Kevin. Vikings trying to make it 7 to nothing. Titans come with the heat, but it is not doing anything. They put it in. It's 7 to nothing. Nicholas Vack puts it through. So 7 to nothing. Vikings lead. Got an impressive drive. Nine plays, 65 yards. Ten yards of penalties there on those two offsides by that defensive line in four minutes and 35 seconds. Um, just not the drive you want to see if you're Coach Carl Buckwalter. And Trey Hayes is going to have to come back from a 7-0 lead like he did last week as yeah. well. Yeah, very, very surprising for this Titans defense. And it's interesting. We have seen this Titans team fold a lot of time this season's to adversity and yeah. last week they changed that they changed that narrative but what a drive what an opening drive for the Vikings and I think Goings was the star of that drive I will say Go Goings was great in that offensive line I mean they opened up the hole on that run t on that touchdown run and they also protected Goings very well gave him clean pockets to step in and throw to yeah he did have a lot of protection Derek Goings who was slinging the ball all over the place two for two on that drive making some key third down conversion throws. But Schwartz finished it off with a 12-yard touchdown. So Vac boots it away deep, down to the two-yard line, taken by Isaiah Webster, up across the 15, now across the 20, and he's hit hard by a whole bunch of Vikings. Down to the 24-yard line, led by Bradley Watson. And we're seeing this Titans offense come out to the field. Trey Hayes last week was 5 for 8, 96 yards and one touchdown. And the stars of this offense were really, was really the running game. I mean, they had 345 total, total rushing yards and three touchdowns last week, Kevin. Just great performance by the running game of the Titans. So a key receiver, if you don't know by now, if you haven't listened to all of our broadcast, are, is George Richardson. And look for Hayes to look for him. He has 500 receiving yards and seven touchdowns. As J.D. Pierre walks off the field. I do not know why. It looks like he's messing with his gloves, but we'll see about that. Eric Blackwell steps in at the guard position now. So Hayes in the shotgun spread formation. They give up middle to Darius Brown. He's hit hard right away. And a very excited defensive line for the Vikings. And J.D. Pierre is going to head back out there in place of Eric Blackwell, but... This Titans offense, I talked about this in the pregame show, Kevin, but Coach Holland's going to have to 
going to really dictate how, how far this offense takes them and his play calling. He's going to have to get creative and he's going to have to mix things up for this new quarterback that he, that he has now. Another receiver who's going to have to step up after this Jarman injury is Trevor Carlin, who's in the slot now. This time they give up middle to Wirtz, who runs hard and fast and straight forward, and he runs into a whole bunch of Vikings linebackers, and he gets about three there. It's going to bring up a third and long. Trey's did tell us George Richardson is his favorite target to throw to. Doesn't surprise us, a guy you can just throw the ball up to, but Isaiah Webster was played a huge factor last week. He had seven carries, 103 yards, and a touchdown. But it's great to see him coming back off an injury, off, off his injury that has really been nagging him all year. Well, he's in at the running back position here. I talk about how he's an X factor for this team. Third and seven. It's a toss play to Webster around the near side. Finds a hole and he's got some room up across the 35 and he runs over a defender down at the 40 and the ball's loose. The ball's loose at the 45-yard line and it looks like the Titans recover. George Richardson falls on it and Webster is not happy with himself. He did run hard along the near side and he was able to find a hole and run over a few Viking cornerbacks. He did fumble with Kevin. They gained a few yards from that yeah. fumble. Gained three or four yards. But, you know, we talked about that with Webster. You're going to have to get him outside the tackles, Kevin. And Jaden Pierre and George Richardson, these, those two receivers blocked great on that play. And I think if you, if you get Isaiah Webster outside and let him use his speed, then he's going to have success. Big time third, third down conversion for the Titans. They go trips seemingly to the far side, no one to the near side. Hayes back to pass the first time today. He throws deep over the He's middle. Got He's got George Richardson, and he makes the catch. Richardson makes the catch down past the 15, down to the 12-yard line, and a huge throw from Trey Hayes, the new guy. 40 yards through the air. And, you know, they really love to mix up where George Richardson lines up, and they motion him to the slot there. He just ran right past his receiver, and Trey Hayes making another great throw. A little mentoring from Thomas Jarman there. Jarman, you saw jump up for joy after that one, just saying, I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> Titans reset now here at the 12-yard line. First down to go to 10. Richardson again. Sorry. Yeah, Thank Richardson you. alone, and they don't go to Richardson. They run up the middle to, I believe, Darius Brown, who spun his way for a few yards, maybe two. No, it was Alex Wirtz. Alex Wirtz spinning his way down for two yards. And Jamari Robertson is going to come into the game at the – Running back position as Alex Wirtz trots off the field. Hayes gets the play, and Richardson out two now. Alex Wirtz comes in again. Big running running um, formation. Yeah, there. yeah. Like personnel for the Titans. Is well, the Robinson Titans have definitely in. gotten away a little bit from the, you know, two receivers to each side spread formation. They've bunched in tight, and here, here's a, that's what I'm talking about. They're bunched in tight here. They go up the middle to Alex Wirtz, and that play does not work. It's stuffed up by the Vikings defensive line, Quinton Organ, Ogren. Leading that, and he's hitting the backfield. He's going to bring up a third and long again. 4.30 to go. 7 to nothing. the Vikings lead. And Richardson and Webster come back into this game. I think you're going to have to look more to Richardson and Webster as they've been successful thus far. Yeah, Kevin Richardson last week, two receptions, 55 yards, 500 receiving yards on the year. Guy just loves to make big plays. Sure as hands as anyone. Third and eight. Big, big third down conversion here. Needed for the Titans. One receiver to each side. It's a play-action fake. Hayes has pressure right away, and he's going to take off. At the 10-yard line, he's got room at the 5. Dive forward. He's in. Hayes with his first rushing touchdown from the quarterback position. He gets in, and he knots it up. Soon-to-be knots it up at 7. A big-time run for Trey Hayes from 10 yards out. And Kevin, what a response. Trey Hayes 
You know, that's a play Thomas Jarman probably doesn't make. I mean, Thomas Jarman is mobile, but he's not as fast as Trey Hayes. And Trey Hayes just rolled out, had no one in front of him, and decided to go run as fast as he could to that pylon, Kevin. And great response. Hayes, even holding the extra point here. Kid does it all. That drive, 2 minutes, 32 seconds, 7 plays, and 76 yards. Brought to you by DHS Press Network. Kick is up and good. It's 7-7. Seven to seven. All knotted up at 7 with 3.53 to go with the Vikings about to receive this football. Real quick first quarter, Kevin, and two, two time-eating drives. not over yet. Two time-eating drives. I'm sorry. Two time-eating okay. drives for both these offenses. I think Bloss went to get <laughs> He ran behind the field goal after that. I, I don't know what it was. I think he, he was retrieving his own. I think he was retrieving his own kick. I think he went behind and he got a pen and he signed the kick. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know what? He's a good guy. He never wants to interview with us, which is interesting. Do you? I don't why? know. I don't know what the, what's, what the deal with that is, Kevin. But everyone seems very happy and eager <laughs> to inter interview with us, except him. I'm not happy about it. Might just be a question that'll that'll go unanswered. I ask him. I ask him every every day in AP stats. I say, Ramon, we we gotta get you. Everyone wants you. So Bloss from the forty. Back to receive is Sam Herbin. And Samuel Allen, Jacob Herbin. And it's booted deep, and it's right over Samuel Allen's head into the end zone. And the Vikings will take it at the 20-yard line after that touchback with 3:53 to go in the first quarter. At this homecoming game, when you look down at this Titan sideline, the JV and varsity cheerleaders are out there for the Titans. Yeah, and Kevin, I mean, the Titans got a good look at the Vikings on that first drive, and now now they're really, we're really going to see how this Titans defense will play um, tonight with the second drive and their second look at them. So here we go. Vikings looking at that same spread formation. They're in the pistol formation. Swartz behind him. Goings with, fires a quick pass out to the near side. And it's complete to Jonathan Sedman, who's wrestled down by the quarterback at the cornerback position. Trey Hayes, gain of five. So Hayes playing cornerback and quarterback. You know, Coach Buck talks about this all the time. He said it, he said it to, to you and me in my interview with yeah. him. But he said the best players are going to play, and that's really what it came no down to. No matter what class, in, in that yeah, decision, he said it to me just now. In that decision, he says the best players are going to play, so I think that's all you need to know about that decision, quarterback decision. Second and four, and they give up the middle to Schwartz, and he's met by a whole big defensive line of the Titans, and no gain there. Schwartz has gotten the load of the carries. Actually, he's gotten all the carries for the Vikings. Schwartz and Goings, the dynamic duo of the pistol formation, kind of reminds me of Robert Griffin III and Alvaro uh, what's his name? Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris in 2012. Those were the days. Redskins Kevin, team. Kevin, those were the no, days. No, those were the days for the Redskins. <laughs> those were the days for RG3. Now he's videotaping his highlights in a gym <laughs> playing basketball. Flag down here. It is crazy to see a superstar like RG3 fall off. Going to be false start. Loss of five yards for the Vikings. Going to bring up a third and nine. It is. Fall off like that, Kevin, and... He was so fun to watch for the Redskins fans. Electric. I'm not a Redskins fan. I know you. He, you know what? He wrote Redskins. a book. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'm a Bears fan. He wrote a book, and I read the whole thing. And it was, you know what? He's a great writer. 
You know, I don't know. Did he write it? He, it might have been a book <laughs> about him. <laughs> Check that. I think it was a book about him. Nevertheless, great guy. Christian guy. Great guy. As this third and nine comes up for the Vikings going, takes the snap. He throws to the far side, and it's a great pass just off the hands of Jack Kutara. An excellent pass just at the sticks, and it was a 10-yard out and a great pass by Goings. He's really showed well you know, so far. You know, he threw that off his back foot, Kevin, and he just showed his arm strength there. He had a lot of velocity on that ball and put that only where the receiver could get it. Shiva's got to come up with that play if you're going to want to beat this Titans team. Yeah, Vikings now putting it away from the 22-yard line with 2.30 to go. Score still 7-7. Seven to seven. Jaden Pierre back to receive it. See Webster on all aspects of this team as the snap is fumbled with, now recovered, and punted a nice punt to the near side. Gets a Vikings roll and all the way out of bounds to the 42-yard line. Samuel Allen doing the punting duties for the Vikings. Nonetheless, going to be great field position for the Titans here. Line up at the 41-yard line, 42. I saw Jaden Pierre returning that punt. He was so big in that win. And he's really come on this season, Kevin. I think he really wants to set himself apart from his brothers and his family and how, I mean, he's got a bunch of superstars in that in that house um, led by Miss Pierre. There is an, There was an article about yep. her this She's week. She's a great woman. We do have some shout-outs. We'll, we'll get to those in a sec. At the 41-yard line, the Titans' drive starts. They give up the middle to Darius Brown, who's hit very hard. By number 33, Ben Weist up the middle, and he loses a you yard know, there, going to bring up a second and 11. You know, Ryan looked at me there. Ben Weist is a kid I've played basketball with yeah. growing up, but great to hear his name. But you know, the He Titans laid have, the boom there. Titans have not had success running the ball inside so far this game, and they've... Looks like he's playing the nose guard, or the linebacker position. Coming up, looks like he's blitzing here, and they run up the middle of the warts this time, and he's met by a whole bunch of... Defensive lineman of the Vikings again pushes forward for about three yards. Nevertheless, going to bring up a third and long again for Trey Hayes and company. Again, Isaiah Webster trots back onto the field. And again, last week against County, the Titans strictly ran the ball around the edge. They ran a lot of jet sweeps. They ran a lot of pitches. And so far tonight, they've had no success running the ball in between the tackles. We, had, we saw the same problem against Woodgrove. Mm -hmm. Get outside the tackles, and that's mm -hmm. where Isaiah Webster is going to be a huge factor here. And they do run a toss to Isaiah Webster, who fumbles the football. Fumbles the football, now recovers it. And he dashes forward about two, one, maybe two yards. It's going to bring up a fourth down. The punting unit's going to have to come on. But that's something you got to look for. He's fumbled the ball twice now. And Isaiah will definitely see a limited number of carries after his two fumbles. Just under a minute to go now. 57 seconds and counting. You know, that's a problem you can't have if you're, if you're Webster there. You're just getting back into it. You've got to hold on to the football. Kavinsky punts it away. It's a solid punt down to the far side, and it's taken, unexpectedly taken by the Vikings' return man, and he dashes for about 15 yards down to the 34-yard line, and there's a tighten down. Great he return there. Gets to back up. up. It looks like it was Eric Blackwell, I believe, that was down. Tough kid, Eric Blackwell. Yeah. Is, but great return there for the Vikings. I mean, caught caught the Titans special teams. You needed to sleep there. Just yeah, he was, it took position. a bounce, and it looked like he was letting it go, and then he took it and dashed forward for about 15. At the 33-yard line, 
The Vikings are going to start their drive. They go to the same spread formation with a pistol formation. And Schwartz behind him. Schwartz and Goings still going at it at the quarterback running back position. They throw a play action fake up the middle. First down. It's a pitch and catch from Goings to Kuchara. First down, gain of 11. Yeah, they're running a lot of these slants and they're attacking the Titans' defense in the middle. Tell you what, that looked exactly like Robert Griffin III to Pierre Garçon <laughs> back in 2012. <laughs> a star-studded group of people. It's the same spread, same spread formation they go with here. Same pistol formation. Titans showing blitz now. Goings back to pass. Throws deep down the far side. And it's batted away by Zay Webster. Nice defense there with 15 seconds to go. 13 seconds now. And it's going to be a third and long. A nice lofty pass from Goings there along the, near, along the far side. I'm sorry. It's going to bring up second and long. That was on a first down play. And this Vikings play calling has been excellent so far. They've really mixed the run and the pass well. Like I said, they like to have a balanced, atta balanced attack on offense. Second and long, second and 10 at their own 45-yard line. They run a man in motion, and they go up the middle to Schwartz this time. He's looking for a hole as Le'Veon Bell would, and he trotted in the backfield there for a little bit, then dashed forward for about four yards. Second, third and six it's going to bring up. And we got a Titan and a Viking down. Seem to be rolling in pain there. Don't know who that was. They're, they're laying right next to each other. The Titan football player is moving a little bit. He's moving his head, but it's, it's tough to make out who that is as there are trainers and coaches all around them. Time has expired. And that's Joel at Campos, I believe, in the first that is quarter. down in, in that injury. That is not a good sign. Miss Pierre just hollowed it up. And I, it might be that knee. He had, had he has had trouble with that knee. You know he was, I think he was he really worked hard to get himself 100 percent for this week. He was he was a 50-50 chance of playing against County, and I think they and they held him out of that game. But you know you got to wonder if that if that still bothered him. He had a sprained MCL. And we're gonna pause now for station identification. You're listening to DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. So, we do hear that it may be Austin Green for Loudoun Valley, the senior offensive lineman. So it's Austin Green and Joel Campos down right next to each other. It may be a collision. It definitely is a collision they had together. And the special teams coach, Coach Alberts, giving this defense an earful. Campos is now up. He also coaches the defensive. Green. He also does coach the defensive backs. He cannot be happy as Goings has really sliced up this tight yeah. secondary so far. As we're going to begin the second quarter here, <coughs> jo Joel Campos walks <coughs> off gingerly. Bless you, Wyatt. You know what? That's our first sneeze. It's a cough. It was a cough. No, it wasn't. All right. <laughs> it was cough. <laughs> that sounded like a sneeze from my angle. We haven't sneezed then at all. I don't think we have. So it's going to be a third and five for the Titans. It's going to be a third and five for the Titans as we 
have to give our shout out to our very loyal listener, Jason Robinson, who is doing a heck of a job at Howard University playing football there. You know, I talked to him the other day, and he's having okay. so much fun playing. And, you know, he's not getting much playing time, but he's just he's just having fun enjoying the Division One football experience, Kevin. It's, it's great that he supports great this atmosphere. team. It's great that he supports this team. Yeah. He loved to see alumni uh, listening in. and And I believe Jaylen, Jason Robinson picked off Kalen Newton in practice uh, the other day. Oh. And that is Cam Newton's brother, who's the quarterback for the Howard, Howard University Bison. Shout out to Jason Bison. Robinson about that. That's, <laughs> that's big-time stuff from, from Robinson. Third and five. I'm sorry, third and five for the Vikings. Two receivers to each side. Same pistol formation. Goings takes a snap. He gives. No, it's a play-action fake. He's got plenty of time. Throws over the middle, and it's nearly brought in by number 16, Jack Kuchara. And he can't reel it in. It's going to be about fourth and five. He threw a dot to Kuchara. And you can't be happy with that as a secondary. And I think that's the second time, Kevin, that we've seen Goings throw a dot to Kuchara. A high-velocity throw that he just could not bring down. And both times he was open and had, had room to run. Buck talked about the uh, injury to him and how he's back now. And he, had a, he suffered an MCL injury. And they run a, a fake. fake. They run a fake. And it's going to be a first down as number 33, Ben Weiss, spins his way past the 45-yard line in the first down marker. First down for the Loudoun Valley Vikings. They're in a direct snap play, Kevin, and he looked like he was trying to throw, but he had nothing in front of him, and he just decided to run the ball there. First down for the Vikings across the 45 at the 42-yard line. Big at the first Titans 42-yard line. Big first down for the Vikings to continue that drive. Love the, love the, I love the play call. you got yeah, nothing to lose if you're allowed Valley. That's very true. Excellent play call for this 2-5 team. At the 42-yard line, 3-5 team. At the 42-yard line, they take over. First down and 10, same exact formation as last time. This time, no, it's the same play-action fake. They throw over the middle, and it's intended for Kucharo, broken up by Isaiah Webster, who's been the main uh, star, uh, bright star for the secondary. He's... Two pack pass so far up. tonight, yeah, yeah. And Goings Playing continuously at the near side corner and far side. Going Goings continuously has had great protection, Kevin. I mean, you got to get a pass yeah. rush if you're this Titans defensive line. He's had great. He's had he's had all day to throw the ball. Well, I couldn't watch the defensive line on this play if they if they do throw it. I'm gonna assign you with that as I call this as I call this play. Second down and ten from the 42. It's a toss play to the far side. It's Schwartz, who now cups up to the middle of the field, and he gets about one yard there. The defensive line and Kyle Kavinsky contain there. I will say Joel Campos is back on the field after being down for some time. Okay, wow. That is surprising. He was down for a while. Tough kid, Joel Campos is. Now, we don't know if it was his knee or not. He seems to be walking just fine. And all of a sudden, it's a big third and nine. Third and nine with 10.48 to go. In the, in the first half. Kuchar in motion. Goings takes a snap, fires to the far side. First down. And a missed tackle by Isaiah Webster. Running down the far side all the way down to the 10-yard line is Evan Winnett. And the bright star on Isaiah Webster has now fallen after a huge gain. You know, when you're Webster there, you gave, him, you gave Winnett way too much cushion. And he just kept backpedaling. And Winnett just stopped and ran a, uh, what, 10-yard hitch and... Was wide open, and Webster's got to make that tackle too. Goings looked off the far, the near side safety, and then knew where he was going. It was a pre-snap read, knew where he was going, and fired a, a dot to the far side. What a play by Goings! They go with a man in motion now. 
And it's a read option. They run up to the middle of Schwartz, who dashes his way, slicing and dicing, getting about six there across the 10-yard line, down to the nine. And they've had success running the ball up the middle with this offensive line play. And Titans, again, are going to have to get a push, but Goings, I don't want to be too premature on this one. Goings has looked like one of the best quarterbacks we've seen all year, Kevin. Up against the Titans, that is right. Yeah. That we've seen from the press box. I know South Lakes had a solid quarterback as Goings gives up the middle to Schwartz, who finds a hole, and he trudges his way into the second level of the Titans' defense down to the five-yard line, and he's very close to the first down. We'll see if he got it. He's getting his way to the linebacker core. Most of the time, Schwartz is having... And the chains are moving. It was is going to be a first and goal for the Vikings. So first and goal at the five-yard line. That is the 11th play of the drive. Drive that continued with that fake punt for Valley. And they give him a little Schwartz really trusting him here. And Joel Campos came along the near side and wrapped him up in the backfield. But Schwartz just kept moving his feet. And he maybe got one there. It's going to be a first, second and goal at the two. Schwartz. Definitely the feature back of this Vikings offense. And they really like they really like to mix up the misdirections. They've got a lot of guys going in motion just to keep this, these, those Titans linebackers honest. Second and five. Plays. They never, Vikings never huddle. They usually just get the play with 9.14 to go. They usually just get the play and go from there. They go to the same formation as they have been all drive. Second and goal from the five-yard line. It's a play-action fake. He throws over the middle, and it's just out of the reach of Jack Kutara. He targets him quite a bit. Now with nine minutes to go in this first half, and Goings has looked great. He's missed a few targets, but he's mm -hmm. slinging the ball, and I mean, he's, he's has confidence in his throws, and I think that's what you have to have as a quarterback. I mean, you see that in Thomas Jarman. You did see that in Thomas Jarman. You don't see that quite yet with Hayes as he does have a lot of poise and confidence in the pocket, but you don't see him slinging the ball like, like Goings, looking like a veteran quarterback. Same pistol formation. Big third down and four. Big third and four. Big third and goal. Goings back to, back to pass. Excellent protection flushed out to the far side. Throw is up, and it's batted away by Isaiah Webster. He makes a solid play there in the corner of the end zone, and it's going to bring up a fourth down. Now the field, field goal unit is going to come on. Here, Kevin, and in a 7-7 game, Vikings looking to take their points here from the right hash. 8.52 to go. A 22-yard field goal coming up. Lying it, lining it up is Nicholas V. His last name cuts off on the roster sheet. From the right hash, the kick is no good. It Skimmed past the crossbar on the bottom. It was a line drive kick and couldn't get over the bottom crossbar. And the score remains 7-7. The Titans will take over on downs. Pinned inside their own five-yard line. First down to 10, Trey Hayes and company. And Kevin, the Vikings, you've got to get some points off, off that possession. And they had confidence in their kicker there. But got to get points there. Yeah. You know, that, that drive did eat four, four minutes off the clock and... Entire defense already from the Titans. A theme we have seen occur throughout this year. Titans with this game and one more game against Potomac Falls. I'm sorry, Parkview. <laughs> Next week, first down and 10 at the 20-yard line. 
It's a rollout. It's a rollout pass for Trey Hayes. He throws it up deep. It's a duck type pass, and it is batted away by Trevor Carlin, who it was could have been intercepted. Trevor Carlin just had to knock it away from the defensive back. Henry Hill had the chance there to pick it off. Carlin with a nice offensive defensive play there from Hayes's pass. Hayes was he had a lot of time, and he saw Carlin running down the field. He just chucked it up, and that just shows some. Some immaturity from the guy. And, you know, I think that's the that's the type of passing game we're going to see with this quarterback. We saw that with Vashawn last year, Kevin, and it's just going to be straight, a lot of vertical passing and throwing the ball as hard as, as hard as you can down the field. Trips to the far side, no one to the near side. They go to the pistol formation. It's a rollout pass. Hayes looking, and he just tosses it over to Wirtz, and it falls incomplete, going to bring with third down. And, Kevin, it's important that the Titans – Get something out of this drive. Eat up some clock because this Titans yeah. defense is tired. 8.35 to go. And I will say this. Hazen is an exciting quarterback to watch. Just like McCants, he's, he's always got the he's ability creative. To he's always got the ability, the ability to break a play yeah. open. And this is the first time I have seen him at the quarterback position as I was absent last week. Across the Atlantic. They go to the Across the pond. Yeah, they go to the pistol formation here. It's a little reverse play to Jaden Pierre, who breaks outside, breaks another tackle, and he spins down. He's not going to get... Give a last-second effort the there down. to dive yeah. for the first down, but I still think he's going to be short. And they're going to bring on the punting unit. As the punt team comes Very on. close to the first down. Jaden Pierre last week had 64 rushing yards all, all on jet sweeps, and he scored two touchdowns off the same play, Kevin. And that just shows Coach Holland mixing it up. And... Giving the ball to Pierre in different ways. Well, that's something we have just recently seen. Pierre getting the ball on in running sets and giving getting him a chance on like running from the wing. As Kavinsky's punt is fielded, taken at the 36-yard line, and Jonathan Sedmak dashes forward to the 40 their their own 46-yard line, and Sedmak with a solid return after returning Kavinsky's line drive of a punt with 7:47 to go. Seven to seven, the score. So the Vikings, Goings and company are going to take over on offense at the 46. And those Titans defense, the after the offense just went three and out, Kevin, this Titans defense is a little tired. Got to come up with a big stop here, seven to seven game. They've been targeting, they've been targeting Isaiah Webster quite a bit. Let's see what they do here. They run a man in motion and they just give it to Schwartz up the middle. And he gets, gives a second effort after the defensive line couldn't get him. And he pushes forward into the Titans secondary for a gain of eight. Jimmy Christ on the tackle. You know, Schwartz, not a lot of big runs here, but just eating away at this Titans defense five yards after five yards. And again, this offensive line is playing great going into this game. This does not look like a three and five team. Not at so all. Far. Well, with the return of their starting quarterback, mm -hmm. Goings has really, really impressed. Second and two, second and a deuce. Two receivers to each side. They run a man in motion in Kutura. They give up the middle to Schwartz, who's finding his way in the backfield, and he fights his way forward for the first down. Gets four yards, and you've seen some looks as Trey Hayes makes a tackle. We've seen some, the way he sits and dances in the backfield, similar to Le'Veon Bell. So he's very patient, patient running back. Yeah, and, that's the word. And he's really just, he's also fighting for extra yards, and he's not, and he's falling forward, which is a, a key factor in being a running back, Kevin. Just under seven minutes to go, 6.57. At the 42-yard line, going back to pass the first time this drive. He throws deep to the near side, and he's got a man. He makes the catch at the 20-yard line, down to cross the 10. Touchdown, Vikings. 
right over Kyle Kavinsky and George Richardson, seemingly two of the best defensive players in the Titans secondary. And back at the 46-yard line, J.D. Pierre was slow to get up. He trots down. He seems fine now, but Goings, wow. What a throw, Kevin. And I think they ha he saw the mismatch with the linebacker lined up on his best one of his best receivers, and he looked off the safety like, like he's done quite often this week or tonight, and we haven't seen that from quarterbacks. That play was this one year. minute, five seconds, three plays, 54 yards. Someone ran a wheel route there. Samuel Allen. No safety help. Was the receiver that, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Wyatt, for cutting you off. Was the receiver that made that touchdown. And they put it in. So 14 to 7. A very surprising, I wouldn't, if you told me the score would be 14 to 7 with 6.44 to go in the first half. I wouldn't believe you here. Titans need to respond big here in a must win. And Kevin, that is interesting that this quarterback has been injured all year for the Vikings because you you got to think about what kind of team they'd be all year with that with the quarterback. His goings looks real real mature in, in this game. and I mean, he's made all the throws. All the throws. Well, not every throw, but, I mean, he's been solid. He's been slinging it. He's missed maybe two throws. So... And they're just off the receiver's hands. He's making the throws. He's the ball will be there. He's thrown the deep ball well. He's thrown. He's thrown short. He's thrown accurate. He's thrown accurate over the middle. And I mean, this is one of the great. better qu quarterbacks I've seen all year and mm -hmm. and everywhere we've traveled to see every game for the Titans and every high school football game we've seen. So, six forty-four to go. Vikings lead fourteen to seven, and they're kicking it away to Alex Wirtz, Isaiah Webster, and Steve Zegby. The kick is deep to the near side, taken by Webster at the five-yard line. He is a dangerous weapon, and not this time, as he comes across the 20, fighting forward down to the 24-yard line. He's met my two defensemen for the Vikings. That's Samuel Allen and Jacob Herbin with 6.35 to go in this first half. You know, Kevin, coming to this game, you got the 5-3 and three Titans against the 5-3 and three Vikings in. The players were very confident. Three and five Vikings. Three and five Vikings. The players were so confident coming into this game in, in their ability to get a win. I mean, and I didn't think they were expecting this type of performance. Talk about a similar situation against Woodgrove as Hayes takes a snap, now steps up, and he's got some running room up the middle. And he had a whole big lane, but he gets about eight there. He had a huge lane over the middle, and he's tripped up by a defensive lineman of the Vikings. 6.17 to go. Second and... Now he got about six there. Second and four. It's Vikings defensive front has played great so far too, Kevin. As has their offensive line. Hayes takes a snap. It's a toss play to Darius Brown. And nothing doing there. He loses four yards. And they're getting pumped over on the Vikings sideline. You feel some momentum being shifted that way, and it is silent as you talk about when the Titans get down. You can't you can't get all the way down with this Titans team. I mean You know, we've seen yeah, we have seen some bad things, Kevin, when this Titan team gets down, but I mean they've got to respond to adversity as their playoffs this, playoff this, hopes are on the line. Yeah, tonight. exactly. This is a huge game, and at this point, you just wanna keep it close at halftime. Big third and six coming up here. It's a reverse play to Jaden Pierre. He's running along the near side. He's got time. He cuts up the field. He's got the first down and more across the 40, down to the 42-yard line. And a 
big run, biggest run of the game here for Jaden Pierre converting on this third down. Again, the second time we've seen that jet sweep, and we're seeing a lot more of those as of late as the play calling is trying to get mixed up. 14-yard run, first down, pick up, down to the 42-yard line for Pierre, and that is huge for the Titans. Jaden really has shown a new sense of confidence these last few weeks and really has stepped up in the face of the new quarterback change. And you can really believe and start to believe that this kid's definitely going to play some college football. It's another toss play to Webster this time who cuts up the field, finds a hole, but he's stopped by the linebacking second level of the Vikings. He gets about two there, 447 to go, and counting. Second and eight, ball at the 44-yard line. You know, you'd like to see Alex Wirtz get, go Wirtz get going tonight. I mean, he had 138 rushing yards last week. But he's really been on and off week by week. Yeah. He's been a different different player. He was shut down against Woodgrove. Against Woodgrove. Yeah. Second and eight. Two receivers to the near side this time. And they run to Wirtz here. He finds a hole on the near side. He's got the first down to Moore across the 45, fighting his way down to the 40-yard line and all the way down to the 36-yard line. A standing ovation here from this Titans fans. We're seeing the offensive line play a lot better. and Again, Wirtz showing that speed and bouncing it out along, along the outside, and there's a flag. There's oh, a flag on holding. the field, Kevin. I don't know where that flag was. I couldn't see it. It was the ref standing on the right by. Side yeah. Of the field. JD Pierre was standing in the middle of the field with his head down. I think that might have been on him. That's gonna bring him back. It might be from the spot of the foul. So we see where they're placing with 4:13 to go, and that negates a big run from Wirtz. 14 to seven. The Vikings lead, and that is going to be from the line of scrimmage. It's going to take them 10 yards back down all the way to their own 36. So Wirtz ran to the Vikings 36, and it's going to be Titans second down and 15 from their own 36. Two receivers on the near side, one receiver at the wing position. Wirtz slicing and dicing in the backfield. They give to him, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. So at this point, you want to set up at least maybe for get a chunk of this yardage on this third down play. You know, again, you don't want to give the Vikings good field position the exactly. way they've been moving the ball here. And if maybe they get another score. They get a two possession, another make it a two possession game going into halftime. Pens are in some trouble. So ball is placed at the forty, looks like the forty-two yard line, and the first down markers at the Vikings forty-eight. They have a ways to go here. They get ne maybe near mi midfield. You can think about going for it on fourth down. Trips to the far side. A rollout pass. He's got time. Stepping up is Hayes. Now he throws. What and he got, he's got Kavitsky around the near side. He's got plenty of room to run. Up across the 40. Breaks the tackle down to the 38. And you talk about the creativity from Trey Hayes. He demonstrated it right there. He drops it off. A seemingly Matt Saracen type play from Friday Night Lights. 24 yards. Big first down, Kevin. And you talked about getting that chunk yardage play, and they got more than that. But Kavinsky, the tight end, was in strictly in blocking that, that possession. And Trey Hayes escaped, and Kyle just leaked out. Trey was able to keep his eyes upfield and find him. The 37-yard line is where the ball is placed for the Titans. One receiver to the near side, and George Richardson look for them to look to him here. They don't do it, but they give to Alex Wirtz, who runs to the, far, runs to the near side, breaks tackle, then cuts upfield. And gets about three yards, second and seven. What a play by Trey Hayes. I mean, you talk about his creativity. It was shown right there. 
Austin Shipman on Austin Ship on the tackle. Second and seven. 225 to go. Titans trying to put some points on the board. Cut into this wood to this Vikings lead. It's a rollout pass the far side for Hayes. And he chucks it deep down the field, intended for George Richardson. Oh. And it's caught at the five-yard wow. line. Touchdown as he trots into the end zone. And the Titans tie the game with 2.06 to go. Hayes finds Richardson for the second time today. And what a throw from Hayes. This is his drive. Kevin, I said that before that this, this is just going to be a strictly vertical passing game. I mean, the big plays are going to come vertically or or they're going to be what Trey Hayes creates with himself or with his mobility. But, again, just giving George Richardson a chance is always the right decision here. I believe the defenseman fail, that fell that was covering George Richardson, but the ball was up in the air and he went down when the ball was in the air. So Richardson went up and over the defender when he was on the ground as Blas boots it up and in, and the score is knotted up at 14 with 2.06 to go. You talk about the Titans' keys to winning this game and going far in the playoffs. It's going to be Trey Hayes to George Richardson. If you can get that going, that's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah, Kevin, and I mean, there's no one better at playing the one-on-one -on -one jump balls in the air um, in, in the state, I would say. But... You can't fall down if you're gonna if you're gonna be guarding George Richardson one on one, and you're gonna need some safety help as well. Exactly. On, yeah, on there was deep, no no safety routes. help for him. That drive was four minutes thirty eight seconds, eight plays, seventy six yards, resulting in a huge pitch and catch from Hayes to Richardson. Brought to you by DHS Press Network. I did have a little quick plug, Matt Saracen reference in my call of a the creative play from Hayes to. To set up that to touchdown. Uh, Kavinsky to set up that touchdown, yeah. So hey. Hayes putting up some Thomas Jarman-esque numbers. Three for five, 99 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. He's got two. He's got one passing touchdown. One passing one, touchdown one and one the, rushing. That's one right. Rushing. So he found Richardson for the first time today, and he rushed in for the second one for the first touchdown. Bloss with his big leg boots it deep and into the end zone. Not going to be returnable for... Samuel Allen. The Vikings are going to take it at the 20 and try to put together the epitome of the two-minute drill. 2.06 to go here in this first half. Scored, knotted up at 14, and this is a good one tonight, Wyatt. Okay, that's a big that's a big touchdown. This is a great game so far. We've seen back and forth. A little bit of a little Big 12 shootout here, <laughs> Kevin. But Tell you what, you turn on one of those Big 12 games at midnight, you're going to see the score 56-48 to 48 in the first quarter. It's going to be like Texas Tech versus Oklahoma State. Something like that. <laughs> First down and 10 from the 20-yard line. A man in motion. And they give it middle to Schwartz. No urgency so far here from the Vikings as the clock ticks under two minutes, 159 to go. They do run that hurry-up offense, they Kevin, do, so, they, so can I get, think, they, can yeah. get, they can get down the field in a hurry. Exactly. Second and eight now. We'll say what a big touchdown there because the Titans get the ball back to that start the second half. Yep. Kevin, and they're looking at a tied game now. Safety's creeping in for the Titans. That's Hayes and Richardson. Now they're scooting back. Goings back to pass. Immediately fires to the far side. Pass complete to Jonathan Sedmack. And tackle immediately made by Richard by Hayes and Zegby. And he's going to be right near the first down sticks. Hayes with, was that, now four and a half tackles so far tonight, Kevin. And 
really making his mark offensively and defensively on this game. So this clock is going to stop. 125 to go. As and they did get the first they down. They move the change. They get right back to it. Clock running again, 120 to go. Two receivers to each side. Schwartz still behind him. Goings back to pass. Fires a short pass, and it's complete again. Gain of nine. Samuel Allen, tackle made by Alex Wirtz. So the Vikings moving the ball here, going to the near side hash and moving right to left here. Again, they're attacking these linebackers for the, for the Titans who have not been tested in coverage all that, all that much this year with Kavinsky. Hit, uh, Wirtz and Blackwell. Going back to pass, fires a dot to the near side right by us, and it's complete right on Isaiah Webster, right across the 50-yard line, and a big play. There is a flag down, and Pierre seems a little winded or shaken up. We'll see what the flag's on. It's going to be a hold, and another excellent pass, though, from Goings. He, he saw it earlier, and he broke. The receiver broke. He didn't even look yet, and the ball was was right there when he turned around. You know, we're seeing that route anticipation from Goings tonight, and Webster was draped all over the receiver there. And Not bad still coverage. Able, still able to fit the ball into a tight window. They are picking on Webster a little bit here in this first half. 45 seconds to go. See if the, see the Vikings here can get something on the board so as they move back. They're now. definitely looking for a... Uh, the potential to get in field goal range, which is probably at, I don't know, the 22, 23-yard line Again, if anything, the Titans. You, you want to get in the Hail Mary range, too, because yeah, that last, is true. their last field goal attempt did get blocked from short. They're at the twenty. They're at their own 20 or 30-yard <laughs> line right now. Goings back to pass with 43 seconds to go. Fires a dot over the middle, down across the 49-yard line. And Hayes lays a boom, but the damage is done. The clock is stopped at 37 seconds. And they rush to the ball here, down to the 49-yard line, and a huge stop for the Titans' defense and also a huge drive for the Vikings. Another great clean pocket for Goins to step into as the Vikings now take a timeout. But, again, that pocket presence that Goings has, and he's really just been Uncanny. so calm. He's been so calm in the pocket. And, you know, the Titans' defense is going to have to step up. He's got 142 yards passing already in the first half. The Titans' defense is going to have to Play tighter on these receivers, Kevin. They've seemingly just been able to sit sit wherever they want in the, in the middle of the field and just have been able to get chunk yardage plays all night. There definitely has to be a conversation had about this Titans secondary um, to shake things to, I, I don't know, shake things up or do something differently because they do not, they, they seem like they're lost out there a little bit when Goings is picking them apart. Mm -hmm. Not to tarnish their repute here, but... Mm -hmm. You know, that's gonna, they're going to have to clean that up, and these linebackers are going to have to step it up, but Goings has really done a great job. 37 seconds to go at the 50-yard line, 14-14 to 14 the score, and the Vikings trying to strike here. They have really stayed in that pistol set spread formation. They run with a man in motion, runs all the way, and now the snap is... Caught and the pass dot complete over the middle to Evan Winnett. A strong pocket presence from going and a going signals for a timeout with 30 seconds to go. And they're right near field goal range. Down to the 30-yard line. He looked right, he looked left, and he found Winnett over the middle. And he's been great on this drive. There is seemingly no pressure Kevin, I for mean, the Titans I mean, defensive line. I mean, that's been the theme all night 
There's been no pressure. He's had clean pockets to step into, and that when you allow a quarterback to have that, he's allowed to go through his progressions like he did that that last possession, Kevin, and he's been able to look off the safeties quite a bit, and the receivers have really done a great job getting separation from these defensive backs from the Titans as well. That's one thing I have seen that you don't see much in high school football. This guy know how, knows how to look off uh, the safeties, look, to, look off the cornerbacks, look off the Titans secondary, and be able to fire to the far side and know where he's throwing the ball and anticipate the route for the wide receiver. And not only that, the ability to just go through all your options as a quarterback is so important, and very few quarterbacks do that at the high school level. I'll tell you what, I hate to love to see it, because this guy is fun to watch. Both quarterbacks are fun to watch tonight. Goings back to pass. He's got all day. Throws. Pass complete at the 15-yard line. Dashing into the end zone is number five, Samuel Allen. And just about the best pass I've seen all year. He fitted it in a window between Steve Zegbe, Kyle Kavinsky in coverage. And what a pass by Goings. I believe that's what that second touchdown, Kevin. But, again, that linebacker matchup against Kavinsky. That has happened. They have exposed that twice now. And Kavinsky normally has played outside linebacker. He's played middle linebacker a few times. But, you know, that's a matchup Coach Buckter Walter has to address because you've got to get someone faster on them. That on drive was 146, six plays, 80 yards. And Goings found him in stride at the 15-yard line. Wow. What an impressive performance we've seen from this Vikings offense, Kevin. Kick is up and good. 21-14 to 14, and with 20 seconds to go. In this first half, the Titans are going to have to rethink their defensive look in the secondary because Goings is having just about the best first half we've seen apart from Thomas Jarman's first half against Fauquier. And, then, you know, again, this, the stakes are so high for the Titans and the, the Vikings, like I said before, seemingly have nothing to lose, Kevin. But, I mean, for solutions the Titans can do here, Darius Brown could play on that slot position that Kyle is cover covering now because... Kyle Kavinsky is simply not fast enough right now to guard guard this wide receiver. He's getting beat. He's gotten beat twice on two big touchdowns. So you put Darius Brown at that outside linebacker position, let him cover these receivers. I think the Titans can get some favorable matchups. Tell you what, Wyatt, you need to go down there and tell them that. If only I could. Go. Yep. Now. <laughs> yep. Ryan's gonna do the play the color commentating. Winnett tonight has three catches, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. So huge night for him. As last week, again, he had 10 receptions, 158 yards, and one touchdown. A big target for Goings. He likes to look at. Okay, a short kick. It's high. End over end taken by Webster. He seems with an agenda. He cuts up the field, breaks the tackle. He's still on his feet. Up a pass the 34-yard line, down to the 35, and he... Had an agenda, I think, to get to the end zone, as does he always. And that wide, that wide side of the field yeah. opened up for him, and I thought, I thought he was about to take it for six there, Kevin. But the way this game is moving, any, any team can score with any amount of time. 13 seconds to go, and let's see if they try to take a chance. Walking into the huddle slowly is George Richardson, and they're ready to go. They go two receivers from the near side. Hayes in the shotgun, so they are going to try to do something here. Vikings in the prevent defense with five men back in a seemingly safety position. Hayes back to pass. He's looking. He's got pressure. He's flushed out of the pocket, and he throws. Pass complete, and no. Trevor Carlin drops the football. He dropped the ball at the 49-yard line. Would have been a huge catch with five seconds to go. 
And the first down is not going to happen. It's going to be a first, second down and 10 from the 33-yard line. You rarely ever see that from Carlin. I know. Carlin tried to use his hands too much there. Might have wanted to see him use a body catch there, mm -hmm. Kevin. But another great throw by Trey's on the run, too, Trey Hayes. Both, both quarterbacks have impressed, but I have to say Goings has impressed far more. Second and 10, five seconds to go, and I think they're just going to take a knee here. The Vikings playing prevent defense here. Under center, Hayes goes, and he steps back, takes a knee, and that will do it for the first half. Probably the biggest surprise I've seen all year. You know, Kevin, I think it's a lot of quarterback these, coming out of nowhere. Not only us, but I think the players and I think these fans are stunned, Kevin, going into this game. But, you know, that was – I will. Want, I do want to apologize. That wasn't Winnett that had the big stat line there. That was that was Allen, the receiver, who had still had a big game last week, eight receptions, 78 yards. But, again, Kevin, everyone here is stunned. And I didn't think people thought the Vikings were going to be as good as they were. And Coach Buck talked to you about how, how big that quarterback coming back from his injury was. But – just wow. I mean, he's really just – he sliced up this Titans defense. He picked on Isaiah, Isaiah Webster a little bit, but the most impressive play I think I've seen all year. That throw was, that throw was incredible. Was that last touchdown throw at the 15-yard line. He caught him. He caught Dude, Allen in stride. In stride, yeah. And it was a and tight, win another tight window. window. It was a tight window. I thought, I thought for sure it was going to be picked off from Steve Zegbe coming, coming across, but he just beat him. Looked like a college football play, and that kid definitely has potential to play at the next level. You know, Kevin – for solutions, I guess you could say, for coming back into this game, I think Darius Brown has to play some more in covering these receivers. They have to put three defensive, pure, pure defensive backs for to cover some of these receivers yeah. because the Titans have no no solution. Even, I mean, we talked about them picking out picking on Webster a little bit, Kevin, but they picked on Steve Zegbe and they've and they've attacked everyone on this Titans defense. And this this defensive line has to get some pressure moving yeah. forward. No sacks. Pretty much haven't touched him all night. And Excellent call. And even Schwartz has had great pushes, great holes to run through all week. Not our producer. All night. Not our producer. Schwartz, the running back, and he's been just a compliment to Goings' excellent first half. He was he runs, as I said, like, uh, like Le'Veon Bell. He's got a lot of patience back there, and he finds his hole. And when he finds it, he dashes forward, and he's a solid running back and one of the better ones we've seen this year. So a surprising Loudoun Vikings, Loudoun County. Loudoun Valley. Loudoun Valley, good Lord. Loudoun, Loudoun Valley Vikings offense we've seen. Again, Schwartz has really been very strong uh, in getting second, second chance yardage points. But here he's got 14 carries. The only, only touchdown run went for more than 10 yards. So, so he gets again, his chunk yardage, but... That doesn't show that, that he doesn't get big big gains in his carries. He's getting six, seven, five yards every carry. So and again, that weighs long on this tight on this Valley defense or the Titans defense moving forward, getting five yards after five yards. And it is homecoming night. And Noreen Tariq and Sammy Lyon are the two people up for homecoming queen. So we will announce that. Here we go. Sammy Lyon. Wins the homecoming queen. Parents standing to each side. A big hug comes from Noreen Tariq and great community here. They're changing up the homecoming style. No, no, it was, wasn't a homecoming court type system. It was just a queen or king or queen. Anyone could run for a community service like position, Kevin. And great to see them hugging it great, out. Great sports about yeah. it. Yeah. So in a different, a different. Uh, they're doing it differently here. They're no king, just 
Two families out on the field, hugs all around. As the families head back in, Mr. Burns organizing it all. And we're going to take a quick break when we're going to give you our halftime show. It was pre-recorded pre earlier this week. And we caught up with a great interview with Coach Choppy, Trevor Carlin, Trey, Trey Hayes, and Chris Adu. We talked about Chris homecoming Adu. week. We talked about this game. We talked about the injury to Thomas Jarman. It was a great interview, Kevin. Fun interviews all around. You can enjoy that. We'll be back with the second half against Loud Loudon Valley versus the Dominion Titans. Welcome to the halftime show of Dominion versus Loudon Valley. We've got a long one for you. It's homecoming week. It's homecoming night. Homecoming night before. We're joined, the first time ever actually on our halftime show, we're joined by a player first, Trevor Carlin. <laughs> Trevor, always a pleasure to have you. Trevor, I'm going to start off with a tough question. What is your goal for this season, like looking ahead? Looking ahead, the goal is definitely to win the state championship. You know, I feel like even though we've faced some adversity so far throughout the season, I feel like we're going to come together as a team in the postseason, and I think we definitely have a shot to go all the way. Trevor, what did you see from Trey last Friday against um, Loudoun County from a receiver perspective uh, that you can take as a positive or, and also what can you see him growing from from that game? Well, um, what I saw out of Trey uh, was he started out you know, a little rough. First drive, I think it was like second play of the game. He fumbled the ball, gave it over to the other team, and Ooh. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they ended up scoring on that drive. And uh, rather than uh, Trey, you know, kind of sulking, you know, getting down on himself, he uh, he really bounced back and led mm -hmm. us through the rest of the game yep. and really showed that he can really lead our team and, you know, face come back through adversity in a game. So, Trevor, it's obviously going to be a different offense with Trey in the game, but how can this offense change and evolve over time with him at quarterback? Um, I feel like that defenses will probably now think that we're going to be more run-based. But, I mean, Trey has a pretty good arm, and uh, he can he can throw. So I think we'll be surprising some teams with more passes than they think they'll be seeing from us. And we're pretty much keeping everything the same, uh, which, you know, some teams may not think is going to happen. They're probably going to think we're just going to load up in big jumbo sets and yeah. run the ball. But I think we're just going to keep everything the same. Do you think... Trey attempted what was it eight passes last game? Do you think you're gonna need to you're gonna need to attempt more to win moving forward, or do you think you can win with this run based offense as well? You know, I think that whatever you know, however the game goes, however the game plays out, we'll do whatever is need be. You know, if we need to throw zero passes to win the game, then that's what we'll do. But if we need to throw thirty, then we'll do that too. So just whatever we need to do to Mr. win the game. Trevor, there's been concerns about you falling after you make a, make catches. Um, do you feel you have a problem with that at all, with falling after after a catch? I do. I have a. Uh, I definitely have a little problem of keeping my feet after uh, I make a catch, and you know I also have a problem of holding onto the ball. Both things that I really need to work on. You know, fine. Going into the postseason, so we'll see how that plays out. Trevor, how can the receivers step up for Trey? Uh, they can definitely help Trey out by, let's say, the line breaks down and Trey starts scrambling. Uh, they can, you know, get themselves open, come back to the ball, you know, make themselves easy for Trey to find, which really helps out the quarterback. Well, Trevor, thanks for joining us. Always a pleasure. Of course. We are joined by the man himself, QB1, Trey Hayes. Pleasure to have you, Trey. Thank you. Trey. 
Talk about the adjustment to the quarterback position. Well, I played quarterback previously in Little League, not as much as freshman ball, but I think I worked with Coach Troth when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So the tips he gave me helped me uh, turn into the quarterback this year after Thomas got hurt. But it's, it's a different game at the varsity level, so I'm just adjusting now, but I feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Trey, how have your teammates responded to the change, and how, especially your O-line, your receivers, your defense, how have they responded and how have they treated you as the new quarterback? Well, uh, most of our O-linemen are seniors, and pretty much everyone on the offense is seniors. But when I make mistakes, they, they kind of pick me up. They don't really get down on me. There's Recently in the last game when I was quarterback, there was less uh, arguing in the huddle, and we were just focused to win the game. So Trey, specifically when you're talking about teammates, Thomas Jarman, the guy you are replacing, how has he helped you now as he um, was the quarterback that you are replacing? How has he helped you? Well, he, to me, he's kind of a coach now. On the touchdown pass I threw, he actually told me exactly what to do on the play, and it worked out worked out perfectly, and we scored. So he's kind of a coach figure now for the team. Trey, do you feel that there's a, an added pressure with the position change? I mean, yeah. Thomas was like number two or three in the state for a quarterback, so I feel like there's there's a lot of pressure because Thomas attempted a lot more passes than I did in the previous game. And with, with the team that we have right now, we have a really good shot to win state. So with Thomas going down, I think there's a little bit more pressure. Trey, how has Coach Holland um, done to help you help develop you as a quarterback? Because we know he had such a great relationship with Thomas. How has he done with you um, now that you are QB1? Well, he's been helping me by just getting my reads down. Thomas is also helping me a lot because he was the previous quarterback. But both of them are doing equally as good a job. Coach Holland is... Uh, He's pretty good at calling plays, so. <laughs> so, Trey, <laughs> Trey, do you think you will throw more in these games as you get more comfortable with the offense and as a quarterback? Yeah. Uh, last game, we did we did more uh, rollout. And this game, I think, I think we'll be more in the pocket. With a couple new plays added, I think uh, we're going to pass the ball a little bit more. Trey, we've got Trevor Carlin in here. Who is your favorite target on this team? Well, most reliable. Be Trevor. <laughs> when he doesn't fall, right? Yeah, Tr- Trevor's a pretty good target when I'm uh, scrambling. He's, he's always there, like, mm-hmm. near the out of bounds. But <laughs> George Richardson is a pretty reliable target. So is Jane Pierre. Kyle Kavinsky doesn't run as uh, many routes, but he's reliable when he does. Well, Trey, thank you for joining us. We're also joined by Chris Adu. Chris, a linebacker for the Titans. Chris, happy to have you. Hey, happy to be here. Defensive happy end now? Yes, okay, sir. Okay, yes, Chris, the defensive end. Chris, we're going to talk, talk homecoming, we're going to talk football, we're going to talk it all with, with Chris Adu here. Chris, start off, what's your favorite part of, of homecoming week? Oh, well, I would say my favorite part of the week would definitely have to be the Powderpuff game. Sure. We got a, you're a coach, of, correct? Yes, sir, yes, sir. It's a lot of fun, a little... A great atmosphere, you know, just uh, having fun with um, my other uh, teammates, yeah. uh, the girls. Yeah, who doesn't love girls, you know? Hey. <laughs> that, yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, uh, we are recording this on Wednesday, and the Powder Puff game will happen tomorrow, so hopefully you guys come out with a win, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully. So, Chris, what has the vibe been like in the locker room? 
I know the injury was devastating, and but you really have a chance to get a first-round bye here coming into the playoffs. It's stunning to some that you guys have yourself in this position. But what do you? What does this? What does that say about this team? And what is the vibe like going into to the playoff? Hopeful playoff push. Well, um, this team that we have here is a very special team. Yeah. Um, we're basically just not going to take a no for an answer. Yeah. Uh, anything that comes up against us, we're willing to uh, knock to either um, take it or just knock it down. Mm-hmm. Well, you talk about the resilience of this team. Talk yeah. about how this team is rallied around the essentially backup quarterback, uh, Trey Hayes. Well, I think um, throughout the, the uh, summer, we all pledged uh, to be all in, you know, a belief in our teammates. So I think once the, uh, once the quarterback change happened, we just believed in our coaching staff and knew mm-hmm. that they would put the best player or the best or team in the best scenario Position. to win. Yep. Chris, how has the defense specifically responded? I mean, they've somewhat been the rock of this team sure. this whole year and they've really just held you guys when, when the offense wasn't producing, the defense has always stepped up. How do you think the defense is, has stepped up now even more with the changes on offense and how does that? How do you guys keep, keep that going as the season goes on? Well, I think um, defensively, our mentality has always been 11-30, 11 guys to the ball, uh, three and out. So basically we've been trying to be aggressive and just, you know, every down I go after them. Mm-hmm. Chris, you've been switching a lot in terms of your defensive position. Um, you've been pretty versatile on defense. Talk about your your uh, what it takes to be able to, to, to switch positions. Well, um, <clears throat> so as a... Uh, a team player, mm-hmm. I was willing to play whoever my coaches wanted me to play. So um, once they uh, informed me that I would be, um, or, well, once we came to a mutual a decision that I would be playing a defensive end, I really embraced it and was and was um, eager to learn the ins, the ins and out of the position. Mm-hmm. Chris, not naming people that are yourself, who do you think has really stepped up and who do you think could has been the MVP so far this season on this defense? Well, um, I think uh, this year we um, the MVP would have to be would have to be uh, Kyle Kavinsky. He's been a very you know a quiet guy. Goes in, does his work. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great a, a great uh, role model for the uh, younger guys. You know, he's a great mm-hmm. a great kid. Great a great kid. Great kid. Chris, let's go back to the to the homecoming homecoming uh, festivities. Talk about just the community and how this community rallies around the Titans football team and all the all the crazy activities that go on uh, during this week. Well, I think the whole community has really a, a bought in. I think they're all eager to uh, see our Titans. Yeah. Play on a Friday. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Also joined and finally. By Coach Choppy, the offensive line and defensive line coach. Coach, it's a pleasure to have you. I appreciate you guys having me. Coach, how much do you credit your offensive line for the running back play thus far? I Man, I think the, I mean it's a, it's a group effort because without Alex and Isaiah and, and Darius and and Jamari running hard, I mean it doesn't do doesn't do us much good to get out there and block. Mm-hmm. If there's no one to block for. I think we're putting good game plans together and actually giving the kids a chance to. To hit a hole, 
just like, you know, watch those guys on TV. Any running back you have a chance to, you, you get to turn into a spectator and just watch them run because mm-hmm. Lord knows we ain't going to catch them. So, Coach, how do you feel this team has responded to the adversity of losing their starting quarterback? You know, surprisingly, because you, you, never, you never quite know how people will take, you know, something bad like losing a quarterback. I think they've done pretty well. And they rallied behind Trey and whoever the backup for Trey would be, whether that's, you know, Aiden or Michael, I think they've done a pretty good job of honestly not caring who's back there and, mm-hmm. and just going about it. Mm-hmm. Coach, on the, on the defensive and offensive line, who has surprised you as a, as a breakout performer? I think uh, Jamari because, like, J.D. is who he is. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's a beast. And, and you know, Tommy, Tommy's got that legacy, that name to live up to, and he's done a pretty good job of living up Jimmy, to Jimmy, Jimmy. I've called Jimmy Tommy all day, and, and luckily I haven't said it to Jimmy's face today, so I'll try to fix that if I get out there. But I don't think I can get Tommy back, can I? <laughs> no, Jimmy's done an awesome job. He's been Both he and J.D. have been asked to be two-way guys, and that usually means you don't ever get to come out of the ball game. And whoever that fourth guy has been, sometimes it's it's been Ethan Ferguson, sometimes it's been Joel. We've had other guys play spot duty, but I think Jamari has – when he came back from his injury, really stepped up and played hard, and he's he's he was a handful. He was he was fun to watch on film, even after last week's game. So coach, how do you how do your units? I know you like to call them the big meaties. How do your units improve to carry this team into the playoffs and specifically get the win um, Friday night? I think knowing knowing after Thomas went down, teams are going to load the box with another guy, maybe not play. You know, two safeties. I mean, having George and Kyle and all those guys that can catch a ball does make us pretty scary. But if they aren't sure the quarterback can get the ball to them, not knowing, you know, what Trey can do, it was kind of very similar to when Vashawn came in. Yeah. yeah. Woodgrove kind of set up to stop him. But we had to, you know, give him enough time and enough confidence to know he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have to run for his life. And I think he did a, did a pretty good job. And they just, you know, they, they just go about it. Once they're – and get out of the training room every day because everyone loves being in there. They usually come out and do a pretty good job. Could you have a do you have a coach that you kind of model your your coaching strategies after? Yeah, actually, it was my uh, my high school coach. He just he had just retired. My my mom lives up in Baltimore, where I grew up, and saved the newspaper clippings. He was he was always about just doing your job, and I know. You know, the older I get and the more guys come back, they'll they'll repeat to me phrases I use. And I know I've used do your job more than anything I've ever yelled because mm-hmm. if it's if you do it and you have fun doing it, mm-hmm. someone else will notice. Maybe I always tell the kids, maybe your mom's watching you play. If you're lucky enough to have a girlfriend, she's watching, but she's probably watching the ball too. So you, you got to trust. I'm mm-hmm. the one watching. Yeah. Maybe somebody else, but if you do your job, they're going to notice because the quarterback threw a good ball or the running backs. You know, his name's uh, George Petrides. He – he retired recently, and got a chance to send him an email and thank him because I know he kind of kept me motivated, and it was mm-hmm. I want to do the same for them. Coach, what has been the most fun part about this season and this team specifically, working with these guys so far? Honestly, they're fun to be around. I mean, you, you guys know them. They're yeah. they're right. I mean, I I can't. I half the stories you can't share on the radio, but they're they're hilarious. I mean, it's honestly the days. It's too hot. The days is too cold. The days where it rains and we're stuck in a gym. The days where we're on the blacktop at Seneca Ridge, just hoping no one slips and falls. I mean, it, it's always mm-hmm. fun. It's, I mean, this thing can be a grind if you're not having any fun. 
All right, Coach, thank you so much for joining us. The second half of Dominion versus Loudoun Valley coming up. No, we're live. Oh, are you serious? Yep. Oh, we are live unexpectedly. Welcome back. We can never tell when Schwartz is joking <laughs> or not nowadays. It's, it's quite the controversy here. He is a very sarcastic person. I heard my SCA advisor say something today. It's not bad. Don't worry. Say something today that probably 90% of the things uh, Mr. Schwartz says are usually, are usually sarcastic or a front joke. But I'll tell you what. He's one of the funniest guys I know. And I love him for it. He does a lot of work for us. And we couldn't have done anything without him. He's staring me down here <laughs> in the press box. As there is one ten to go in this halftime. Uh, great performance by the band. As always, they play some current songs, too. It's, it's refreshing. You know, it's, they go underappreciated here, but they, they no really they are. Oh, they no, they don't. They, they are, are definitely appreciated. You know, they are great. And then they put on quite the show. They practice. They practice just as much as this football team does, Kevin. And great to see. But when you look at that first half, I think you got to establish Wirtz, um, the ball. He's only got five carries for 11 yards. You're giving. You're giving all these other guys touches. But I mean, that's the senior. That's the guy you've rode in all year. I mean, he's been up and down as of late. But you got to. You got to give him more carries. You got to see if he can do something. And if you if you give him the touches and he and he's not simply not performing, then you go with that. But I think you got to give him a better opportunity, Kevin. I mean, yeah, I understand that Darius Brown's a great runner, but Alex Wirtz and Isaiah Webster's time is now, and you got to give these guys the ball. This their season is on the line. Their tenure at Dominion High School is on the line, and I think you got to give them their chances and uh, give them, you know, the opportunity to not lose it. Give them the opportunity to win it for themselves or lose it for yeah, themselves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You want it to be in their hands yeah. in the, at this point of the year, Kevin. But I will say, I mean, this Titans defense, I talked about putting Darius Brown at the nickel cornerback position, guarding some of these re receivers that these slower outside linebackers are covering. I mean, the Titans could use a lot more pressure here in the second half, and I think we'll, we will see that now. But this Vikings offensive line has looked great, and they've really been strong. Um they have all, been great. All, all first half. I mean, but you got to take into account the, the Titans' defensive line. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to get pressure at some point. I don't think they have gotten nearly close to an even hit after the throw for going. So he's had great pressure. He's been really comfortable. You got to get him out of the pocket. You got to get him out of that comfortable phase to be able to disrupt this team, disrupt this offense. Goings tonight, 195 yards passing, two touchdowns, Kevin. And just what a night. But when we talk about how big this game is for the Titans, I mean, you look at the playoff picture, the top six teams get in, and we've got Millbrook, Liberty, Dominion, Kettle Run, Sharando, and Woodgrove. And to my knowledge, Millbrook and Liberty play tonight. And just to break this down for you guys, if Millbrook wins and Dominion were to win tonight, and then as we would assume next week against Parkview, then Dominion would get take that number two seed and get a first-round bye um, in the playoffs. But, again, you're going to have to take care of business tonight. Get this win first and foremost, because if you lose this game, you're looking at a, you're in big trouble here. Kevin. So why? What if we see a loss? What if we see a loss from the Titans tonight? What are they looking at? I mean, if we see a loss, I mean the PowerPoint system, it's gonna, they're gonna, it's not you the, down. Their fate is not in and, their own hands. And yeah, at that point, you're just gonna have to hope for other, a lot of other teams to lose. Kevin, and I mean the PowerPoint system in general, it's similar to the college football playoff system. It's not, it's more of a formula for high school sports, but for college football playoffs, I mean you saw last year Ohio State. I mean, Penn State won the head-to-head. -head. Yeah. They they had the same record. They yeah. won they won the Big Ten championship, but Ohio State got in over them, and we've seen that before.
for the Titans. I mean, we saw them uh, two, three years ago. They had a better head-to-head. -head, they had a better record than Heritage. They beat Heritage head-to-head, -head, but Heritage got in over the Titans. Kevin, and they just really value the t competition in the teams you schedule, which yeah. can be to a fault a lot of the time. Which, you know what, the, the weight of your season really comes when, when you're making the decision of, of what your schedule is. So Coach Buck, when he's making his schedule and when they have their meetings about making the schedule, that plays a huge part in what the season is going to turn out as. So okay. he's scheduling hard teams. Mm -hmm. And then when you look back, look back, the hardest team they scheduled this year was the 6A Powerhouse South Lakes, and they're up tonight 35-14 to 14 in the late second quarter over the 7-1 uh, Yorktown. So it's going to be – looks like it's going to be another big win for them. And you can't have South Lakes lose because that will just hurt, hurt these playoff chances that's a little a big, more, Kevin. That's a big win for the, for the Titans too. The South Lakes win, if they do hold on to that lead, it's a big win for the Titans. So on to boot it away is Nicholas V from the 40. The second half is underway, and it's going to be a good one. Wirtz takes it. Falling back to the four-yard line, running up, and now makes an immediate cut to the near side. He's got running room along the near side across the 30s. Hit out of bounds. Big boom down to the 34-yard line. A solid run from Wirtz. He cut right, now cut left, and found his way down to the 34. Kevin, big first drive for the Titans. I mean, their offense is not the reason they have, they're losing this game. I mean, the defense has, has seemingly just given up big play after big play to this offense, and it's been methodical. For for the Vikings, but Titans offense is not why they are losing this game. Let's get that let's get that straight. First down and ten from the 34, 34 yard line. Trips to the far side. It's a toss play to Wurtz. They get it to Wurtz immediately. He cuts up field after there is nothing doing. No, not much run blocking going on there, and he loses two. Yeah, and we're gonna want to see them hit early. Like I said, we want to see them stick to Wurtz and just right on cue. They're taking him out and putting in Darius Brown here. But, I mean, you got to ride, like you said, we got, you got to ride with the guy that's gotten you to this point. And Wurtz, I mean, he had 289 rushing yards earlier this year against Heritage. And yeah, exactly. That's the guy go, you got to you gotta go feed. With, go with the guy you're confident in. They're going to Zegby here in, the, in that, the running back position. They gave up the middle to him. No, it's Brown. And Brown's hitting the backfield. They gave up the middle to Darius Brown, and he loses two yards there. So we talk about it up here. Give it, put it in the hands of your senior guys. And now we're facing third and long. Third and 12. Trey Hayes, Trey Hayes has looked great all, all, all night. I mean, he's, he's made all our throws. There's been some drops from the receivers, but. Brown, Brown, Brown five carries, negative four yards. Isaiah Webster in for this third and 12 from the 32. Flag down. Flag down. They're running a lot of rollout plays for Hayes, who would have some trouble seeing over the line if he were to drop straight back. But I think it's good for his mobility as there was a false start call there and they're going to move back to the 28. I think it's good for his mobility and <coughs> making you know, making the position unique to himself. Mm -hmm. And Kevin, I mean, the offense has to change around him and C Coach Holland has to change around him. Yeah. So. Well, you have seen this different formation where they go with Jaden Pierre at the wing as the Vikings look to bring the heat. Good protection on the rollout play. It breaks down. He's scrambling around in the backfield, now running to the near side. Looks like he's going to take off in this third and long. Breaks down a tackle, and he's going to get the first down and more as he flips down past the 45-yard line and won a big play for Trey Hayes. He's got the explosive ability, and he showed it right there. Down to the 47-yard line. First down, Titans. 19 yards on the QB keeper. And Kevin, they've run that rollout pass look, and 
it seemingly it seemingly has bro broken down every single time for the Titans, and he just rolls back to the near side and makes it happen with his feet, Kevin. First down and 10 from the 47. Titans with some momentum and a little bit of something going. They go to their senior back, Wirtz, and not much doing for him there as he stopped at the line. God, maybe a couple inches, but it's going to bring up a second and 10. Just under 10 minutes to go in this third quarter, 21-14, to 14, Vikings lead. Second and second and 10 from the 47-yard line. Gabe Garcia in at center now. And the first one of the first times we've seen the spread formation look. Two receivers to each side. It's a rollout pass. Great protection. Great pass down. Caught by Trevor Collin across the 50-yard line. Down to the 49. And it's going to get a good chunk of yard. He's going to bring a third and manageable third and four. But a nice... Blocking block from Alex Wirtz. He picked up the defensive end who was blitzing and got loose. And, and got Trevor Trey Hayes able to make that throw. Carlin had a big, big drop on that on the end at the end of the first half there, and he was sure to make that catch, Kevin. Third and four, just under nine minutes to go, 854, 21 to 14. Vikings lead. They go to the pistol formation. Robertson in now at running back. Robertson picks up a block, and Hayes slings it to the far side, and it is incomplete. Intended for Josiah Cote, who is returning from an injury. And it's coming up a fourth down. Looks like the punting unit is going to come on after some debate from Coach Kyle Buckwalter with 8.43 to go now. And Kavinsky is going to punt it away for the Titans at the 47. They couldn't Finish that drive or get much going after the nice run by Hayes. A great booming kick by Kavinsky, and it takes a Titans bounce. Oh. What a punt. Sits right down at the four-yard line. Michael Perello there to down it, but what a punt from Perello or Kavinsky. Return man let it go. He thought it was going to bounce in the end zone, and it just, end zone, and it just sat there. At the 44-yard 40 yard punt for Kavinsky, he's just gotten better and better every week at the punting game. And if you want to play the special teams game, that is huge as their Titans keep some of their momentum here going into their defensive drive. So yeah. Goings and company are going to have to go 96 yards, and that they can really do. I mean, Yeah, they've had no trouble moving the ball, <laughs> yeah. Kevin. And again, let's see some blitzes here from the Titans. And Darius Brown coming in. Right, right away in the game for the Titans, Kevin, like I said. Definitely look for some blitz packages to come here from these linebackers as they go trips to the near side, bunched up, and one receiver to the far side with no one, no safety help. They do a toss to the far side, and he's got plenty of room to run up across the 10. Breaks a tackle down to the 20, across the 30, and it's a foot race down to the 40-yard line. A huge gain right from the 4-yard line, and you had to see it coming. There was stacked up three guys to the near side, one guy to the far side, and there was plenty of room to run on that far side. Moving right to left are the Vikings' offense. And they pretty much dragged everyone on the Dominion defense over to the near side and then just ran opposite of that, and it was a great receiver blocking on that play, Kevin, too. That's really a, a uh, good run from Schwartz. That's a classic LOBFL play. You mm -hmm. just run to the far side, or the Third. wide side of the field, I'm sorry. 37-yard gain after being backed up. Every play. Territory. This time they go up the middle of Schwartz, and he finds a hole. He breaks a few tackles, and he gets the first down and more. Gets about 13 there. He looks like to be stopped up at the line of scrimmage, but finds his way down to the far side and gets about 13 yards. 8.09 to go now. Again, just 
One word to describe this Vikings offense, I mean, tonight has been demoralizing in the terms of a Titans and a Titans fan and a Titans defense, and they just really just suck the life out of the place every week, or every 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 possession. I keep saying that. First down and ten from their Titans forty-five. They go up to the middle of the Schwartz, and he seems to be swallowed up by Kyle Kavinsky containing his end position, and he loses about three there down to the 48-yard line, going to bring him a second and 13. Kyle Kavinsky came firing off the end position. Again, a little bit of pressure there from the D-line here, but once again, when going starts to throw, we're going to have to see if, if this D-line gets some push on this offensive line. We haven't seen Goings... Drop back to pass at all this drive. They go a man in motion. It's a play action, and they toss to the far side. That's Samuel Allen, who takes it for about four yards. Going to bring up a third and long, third and nine. And the biggest stop of the night for the Titans, trying to get it, get the ball back in a one-score game, 21-14 with 7.09 to go. And it looks like Samuel Allen is down, who's been a key, key contributor. Two touchdowns tonight for the Vikings, two of their three touchdowns. Again. Interesting to see here. They took they they're taking Jamari Robinson out. They're the Titans. Take, they're yeah, the Jamari, uh, the Titans are. They're taking a guy off the D line and putting in a defensive back. Um, third and long, a pa normally a passing yeah. down. So looks like they're they're scheming for that. Kevin, good call. Allen seems to be sitting upright, but his left knee seems to be the problem. It's straight as his right knee is bent, and they seem to be tending to that left knee. Referees standing around, looming around Allen with two coaches tending to him and both teams back on their sidelines. Water being drank in by both. Again, Kevin, I would like to give a shout out um, to Janine Buckner, parent on one of the on on for one of the Titans, the special teams captain Andrew Buckner's mom. Yep. She made all the senior night signs for all the fall sports and they really are something here. They are great photos. She's They're she's a on the great fence. help. All over the Dominion Titan community. And, yeah, we're going to talk about this article on Miss Pierre later when we have time to, but just a great piece there, too. Jerry Pierre, some call it the Heisman House, where <laughs> star-studded athletes are all around that house. Third and eight. Clock running now, just under seven minutes to go. Huge play for the Titans' defense. They line up, seem to be bringing the heat. Vikings with someone in motion. Goings back to pass for the first time this drive, and it's over the man's head. Going to bring my fourth down, and Goings misfires on his first throw of this drive, intended for Evan Winnett. And Winnett beat his man on Webster again. They're attacking him, and he ran in that curl route. He ran, he, they like to run right at the sticks. Mm -hmm. But uh, Goings just throwing way too high there for him to catch. Big stop for the Titans' defense now as they move the ball, what, f 40, 50 yards there after being backed on, up on their own five-yard line. 6.44 to go. A deep punt. And Pierre lets it go, and it rolls into the end zone. He was a little scared there as it slowed down right near the one-yard line, and it put him in a tough position. But the Titans are going to take the ball at the 20-yard line with 6.33 to go. Kevin, I want to talk about Miss Pierre if we will, but there's an article posted on the Washington Post. I mean, it talks about how she has raised this family of the Pierre boys, J.D. and Jaden, and she's also taken in George Richardson. Billy Walker is a Titan for a yep. long time, um, and he, he's contributed, and they all contribute on this football team. Yep. 
really just dives deep into their story and what a great story it is. What a great, what a great, what a great house for the community. I mean, as there's first and ten play from the twenty, Robertson in at the running back position, pass play for Hayes as he's rolling out to the far side. Now the near side, and he throws it up to Trevor Carlin and is long, out of bounds, into the track and rolls near the cheerleaders. But you talk about Pierre, who's just been. She's always a help. She's always helping out. One of the nicest people I know. And she, anyone is always welcome in her house, no matter and no matter who it is. I know those kids are always saying, "Just come to my house." You know, mm -hmm. just the door is always open. You're always welcome. So, you know, it's really a great, a great atmosphere around there, and she provides she provides that. They go to the spread formation here. Six twenty-two to go. And it's the same reverse play to Jaden Pierre, who shakes a defender and gets past the 20 down to the 21-yard line. Zachary D was there to swing him down. So it's going to be a third and long as Hayes goes over to retrieve the play from Webster, who trots in for Wirtz. Vikings linebackers have played really well in um, just keeping this Titans run game in check tonight, Kevin. And they've really stuffed, and especially this defensive front, as a whole, has stuffed any opportunity for the Titans up the middle. 21 to 14, Vikings lead. They come with the heat here on this rollout pass, pay, pass play from Wurtz on the 39. He fires deep down the field for Carlin, who makes a catch past the 50-yard line. The fans erupt, and he gets past the 45 with his dive. And a flag down. There's a flag down after Carlin's huge reception and an excellent throw. One of the best throws we've seen and it's from Hayes, back. and it's a holding penalty that's going to bring it back. Hayes threaded the needle just as Goings would. Again, tough, tough catch for Trevor to make there, but a crushing penalty there. I think it again was on J.D. Pierre as he was pleading to the ref on that play, Kevin. But again, I mean, we saw that in the first half. There was another big play taken away, big outwards run taken away by the a penalty on the Titans. That is a dagger of a penalty yeah. for this Titans team who is in need of some life on this offense. And Hayes is going to go back and receive the play. We'll see where they bring it back to because they, the flag is. You know, we never know where these holding calls are going to be are going to be put, Kevin. Okay, so the flag was thrown at the twenty. The flag <laughs> was thrown at the twenty. Bless you. The flag was thrown at the twenty. And, yeah, they're going to move it back from the 20, 10 yards, down to the 10-yard line. So it's going to be a second, third and 20 with the first down marker at the 30-yard line. And they've got a long way to go. Got to be a little bit creative here. Maybe screen pass as the Titans still down 21 to 14. Vikings coming with the heat. They try to blow up the middle of the line as Hayes looking, rolling, throws it up deep to Richardson, and it is incomplete. He threw it up. Richardson looking for the ball left and right and he couldn't come up with it as Pierre and Richardson both members of the Miss Jerry Pierre household trot off the field so it's going to be a fourth down and 20 with 514 to go and Kavinsky's going to punt it away from the end zone you'd like to see the Titans offense really get run a quick screen something short for Trey Hayes to run to get him going here in the second half I mean they really just rolled him out. Mm, nearly blocked as Kavinsky gets it away and punts it a solid one 
Down to the 48, but the return man takes it across the 35, now down to the 30, across the 25, and is now pushed out of bounds. And the Vikings are going to get some great field position here and are threatening. All of a sudden, Titans defense now in trouble with five minutes to go, down seven in the third quarter. Like I was saying before, Kevin, like you'd like to see Trey Hayes get going a little more, and then you'd like to see Coach Holland help with that and get some quick passes, maybe see if he can establish himself because they've just rolled him out all the time and had him make plays on his own. You can't have that throughout the course of a whole game. No, and you know what? The Vikings <coughs> are going to figure that out. They're going to start doing things to counter that, and I, I think they have, and it hasn't been working as much. George Richardson has a lone free safety, is going to take the snap, steps one foot back to pass in, throws, and we'll see if it's complete or not. Looks like it is complete for a gain of five. That's Jonathan Sedmack on the catch and his second reception of the day. Yeah, Goins has done a great job of getting the ball out quick, Kevin, but still no pressure, no pressure at all, and he hasn't been touched all, all game. Well, granted, he did just step back and throw that with 4.42 to go. 21-14, Vikings lead, a timeout called by the Titans. A frustrated Coach Buckwalter with, I think, just the situation right now at this point. I think if you're Buckwalter, you're gonna have, you might want to have that timeout later in the fourth quarter or so as they are down. But well, I'd, I would trust it. I mean, you talk about Woodgrove. We, we questioned their timeout calling, and it turned out fine for them. They would call them really early in the half, and it, it worked out just fine for them. They come here, and now the, as the Vikings line up at the uh, six fi 15-, 16-yard line. The huge they stop. They were I mean, you the can, 20 at the 16-yard line. If, so. you can, if you can get to fourth down, we haven't seen we, – we saw the, the Vikings field goal kick get blocked. It's a second and five. And the Titans' defensive line jumped. It looks like it's going to be J.D. Pierre, and that's going to get him awfully close to the first down stake. Second and inches, if not first down – and 10 at the 12. It's going to be an encroachment call. We're just seeing collapse here. A lot of mental miscues here, Kevin. For I wouldn't the, say for collapse, just, yeah, mental miscues. I mean, this game is mm -hmm. far from over. There's 4.42 to go, and you got a crazy explosive offense I think that we're forgetting about. 4.42 to go in the third quarter. A crazy explosive offense that we're forgetting about. And, yeah, so it's going to move the chains first down and 10. Not first down and goal. First down and 10 at the 11-yard line. <clears throat> what do you think they're going to do here, Wyatt? I think they're just going to throw to one of these big receivers like they have all game, Kevin, right up the middle, as they have. Goings takes a snap. It's a play-action fake. He throws over the middle, and it's not caught. It is dropped on the slant play. Good call, Wyatt. And it's going to be a second and 10 from the 11-yard line, line. Again, Goings made a great throw. He had to throw that low and in, in towards, the, towards the middle of the field as the defensive back, Isaiah Webster, was playing press coverage, but... Just couldn't make the play there. The receiver just could not make the play. They go right back to the line of scrimmage. <coughs> 4.35 to go, up seven. Vikings give up the middle to Schwartz, who makes one cut, two cut, and he's right near the line of scrimmage. He's stripped down. He's, I'm sorry, right near the goal line. Tackle down, Eric Blackwell on the stop. Schwartz and I think he got the first down. It's going to be first and goal at the one. Schwartz again up the middle. They love to run those middle inside run plays, Kevin, but now they're going to they're going to bring out the chains to measure this this one. But the the Vikings running that hurry up offense, Kevin, it's really 
is catching the Titans defense off guard. <clears throat> Four twelve to go in the third quarter. Titans losing twenty-one to fourteen, and the Vikings now threatening as they go to measure this. This is a big. This is a big, big measurement here, Kevin. If they do not get it, it'll be bring up a third and inches and a big stop. But they do get it. First down and ten for the Vikings at the one at the one and a half yard line. One yard line. So all they have to do is punch it in here. And they've been two moving possession the ball game. just fine. Two possession game. And again, this Titans defense is going to have to come up with a big stop. Get some good field position for the offense. For the first time, we see Goings go under center. Still two receivers to the near side. One receiver to the far side. Goes back to the shotgun. Now heads back to under center. Schwartz, the running back behind him. Titans come with the heat. They give up the middle to Schwartz. He dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Loudon Valley. They extend their lead two scores, 27-14 with just under four minutes to go. 3.59 to go, and Schwartz dives into the end zone after being given the ball from Goings, and it's his second touchdown of the night. That drive four plays, 21 yards, and a, a minute took a minute and one. Second off the clock, and again, that was all set up by that big punt return. Yep. By the Loudoun Valley Vikings. I mean, that punt return, there was no one on that far side of the field. He just caught it and ran it in stride all, exactly. the, way down, all the way down to the 20-yard well, yeah, line. It was a good punt from Kavinsky, but the punt coverage just wasn't there. As they put in the point after, it's a 28-14. to 14. The Titans are going to have to figure it out on defense and offense. They're going to have to score quick. And you know, Kevin, you go back. We went back to the punt return there, but you also go back to that holding penalty um, on that huge Trevor Carlin play, and that, that negated a big first down. Also backed them up in their own field position to give uh, the Vikings an opportunity there, and that's it has been a theme of the night, just big penalties here, big mental mistakes. But that's going to happen when you have a mobile quarterback that's running around a lot. You're going to have holdings because you don't know, as an offensive lineman, you don't know where the quarterback's going yeah. all the time as he is yeah. spontaneous um, in the pocket and outside of the pocket. Well, I said earlier it would be a real shame for the Loudoun Valley Vikings to come in here and upset the Titans on their homecoming night, but that is becoming a very real and sad story here for the Titans with just under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Down two scores. they got to get something going quick. I will say this. It would be a very exciting comeback if it does come to mm -hmm. it. Down two scores. A lot of game left. Still four minutes left in this third, and a whole quarter left to play. From the 40-yard line, they boot it away down, and it's going to be Alex Wirtz taking from the 8-yard line. He took it from Isaiah Webster seemingly. He finds a seam up there, trudging through, through defenders, and comes out of a whole pile down to the 40-yard line. Gets nice field position. He just kept his feet moving and gets out of a wrap-up and gives this Titans offense good field position. And some hope with 3.49 to go in the third quarter. You know, that's just the jolt you needed if you're the Titans offense. Getting some good field position for Trey Hayes. Giving him some space to work with again. It's going to go back to Coach Holland here. Get some play calls to get him, go get him going. Um, start this drive. Down 14. 28-14 to 14 the score. Look out for George Richardson here. He's being sent 
down to the near side. No safety help. And it's a quick pass over to Trevor Carlin, and he can't make the catch. It was a rollout play, and Hayes rolled out to the far side, which is the short side of the field. And he just shoveled it on to Trevor Carlin, who couldn't come up with it, second and ten. I would say, at this point, look to George Richardson as he was... He was a huge he was a huge factor yeah, in that first half. In Kevin. the first half, and he was alone there to the wide side of the field. Plenty of room to work. Hayes with four straight incompletions. Vikings coming with the heat. They blitz their linebackers up the middle. Alex Wirtz goes. He finds a seam to the outside, and there he goes. Down to the 50. He's got some running room. Stiffs arms the defender, and he can't get past him. Down to the 37. Great run, nevertheless, and Wirtz a little slow to get up. He gets up. He's good to go, and a burst of excitement from this Titans offense. Josh Biard made the touchdown saving tackle. 24 yard gain there by Wirtz and Kevin, no flags on that play thankfully, but yeah. the Titans getting be able to get a big chunk play and move the, move the chains in the second half. They go to the spread formation against some confusion on the line of scrimmage. Webster runs in now to the tailback position. Worth throws a quick pass to Carlin, who drops it. Carlin drops his third pass of the day. And that's five straight incompletions there for Trey Hayes this, th this second half. And, Kevin, I mean, these receivers got to help him out. you got a new quarterback. We talked about people that have to step up, and it can't always be George Richardson chucking the ball up to him all the time. I mean, exactly. And I know I said earlier, Trevor Carlin has to step up today with Trey Hayes. He's taking Trey Hayes' spot, seemingly. So you haven't seen it today with three drops. Webster still in at the tailback position. Pistol formation. And it's a reverse play to Jaden Pierre. And he gets a chunk of yards. And there's some extracurricular play. No flag. Looked like he got pushed at the end when he was out of bounds. Love that play call from Coach Holland. And like I said before, he, he's starting to get it. Trey Hayes going. He's trying to. But, again, the receivers have to catch the ball. But love the misdirection on the reverse. Big, big play. Big, big play for the Titans offense. Third and five. 3.02 to go, down two scores, trying to do something here. 28-14 to 14 the score. Richardson lines up to the near side, Carlin to the far side. They go up to middle where who immediately bounces it outside to the far side. He's got the first down and more, and he's dragged down, down to the 21. Big run from Wirtz, 10-plus yards. Trent Hubert was there to drag him down. Wirtz having some breakout runs here on this drive. Again, they gotta keep they got to keep feeding Wirtz. Um, I mean, you got to keep him in, like we said. You're gonna have this. You're gonna get, you got to win. You got to lose with these guys that you've exactly, with all exactly. Year. And you, again, you're taking him out of the game. And if that's an issue, just for words, I mean, fatigue has appeared in a few times. But I mean, it's not great. Webster's in the game now. Two receivers to the to the near sides. It's a toss to Webster, and he's the speedy guy down to the 21 yard line. Just gets back to the line line of scrimmage. He was messing around in the backfield with a. Vikings linebacker and couldn't get past him. Just gets down to the line of scrimmage. So that toss play doesn't work to the wide side of the field. I do like the call, Wyatt. As I said, Webster can be a huge factor when you run him on a toss play to the wide side of the field. But he does have some trouble holding onto the ball. Yeah, Kevin, but there's no reason Wirtz should be out for two, two consecutive plays. I mean, now, now Robertson in. Field. Robertson at the tailback position. So Wirtz out for two straight plays. And it's a rollout pass. Robertson is seemingly there to block as Trey Hayes looking, looking, throws deep to the end zone to Richardson, and it's caught. Touchdown. Touchdown, Titans. No flags down. 
And hands up in the air from Richardson. Hayes to Richardson from 21 yards out with 1.49 to go. The Titans strike. And it's a one possession game. That's the second touchdown from Hayes to Richardson. And he finds him in the corner of the end zone to the near side working left to right. And the Titans are right back in this one. And Kevin, I mean, they've seemingly run the same play over and over again, and they run that yeah. rollout where Trey, yeah. Trey, Trray rolls back, and then the receivers pretty much just get to run their own routes. And that was a two-play, or two-minute seven-play um, drive for 60 yards, and that score by Trey Hayes. Trey Hayes just making it, ha making plays happen, Kevin, with his legs and with his arm. But again, the receivers are seemingly when Trey Hayes, when Trey Hayes starts scrambling, they're seemingly just running their own routes and doing what they want to do, Kevin. And, Finding, open, finding openings in this va Valley defense. You know, I feel the Titan football fan-ness coming out of me right now as I really look for them to get a stop on this drive. This is a huge, huge stop, a shutdown drive. As you talk about in baseball, after you score in the top of the inning, you talk mm -hmm. about it's a shutdown inning in the, body, uh, in the bottom of the inning. This is definitely a shutdown defensive drive for the Titans. See what the Titans do here with a minute 49 to left Were you down thinking onside kick wide? I heard you thinking it. I was thinking an onside kick, Kevin, but maybe that's too risky here to give, that, give this Valley offense that great a field position. But The Titans do like to do knows? their trickery when they are down like this. They did have success with it in the South Lakes game. They don't do it here. It's a line drive kick down to the 10-yard line, returnable at the 6. Samuel Allen takes it, running up the far side straight, and he just runs on out of bounds, pushed out of bounds by Michael Pirello and Trevor Carlin. Again, Titans getting asked, being asked to get another stop here as they've dug themselves in, this, in their own hole now as they fell down by two possessions, but you know, the Titans defense got to get a stop. I'll tell you what, a guy who I need to see step up on this drive as a leader and as a force physically is J.D. Pierre. He's... He's been a little quiet this whole game, as has his whole defensive mm -hmm. line. He's had a few offsides penalties too, Kevin. Yeah. He can really make up for it all right here on this drive. 140 to go in the third quarter. Down seven are the Titans. Trips to the near side. Going's looking. He's got pressure. He's flushed out. Throws deep, and he throws it away. So you see the first time ever Goings has faced, Goings has faced pressure, and he panics and throws it away. Still a smart play there if you're a quarterback just to – Get the ball out. No one was open. Great coverage by the Titans downfield. Second and ten for the Vikings. They all check their wristbands and now know the play after the no huddle. They haven't gone to a huddle once this game. 131 to go in the third quarter. Trips to the trips to the near side. They go up the middle to Schwartz, who's a big tackle in the backfield. J.D. Pierre, who I said needed to step up, steps up. A very excited Kyle Kaminsky comes up to celebrate. And Miss Pierre is up in the stands cheering on her son. Third down and 13 ensuing. Right on cue, Kevin. We talked about how big he needs to be. This drive, not only this drive, but the rest of the game too. But great, huge play there to force third and long. Robertson chugging off the field trying to avoid the 12 men on the field penalty. Big third and 13. They go with a man in motion. Titan fans getting on their feet. Goings back to pass. He has fresh pressure. Throws it over the middle. Great, great pass. And dropped by number 13, Evan Winnette. It was an excellent throw. And he couldn't come up with a laser from 
Goings. Fourth down and 13, and the Titans survive a great pass from Goings, and they're going to get the ball back here with 50 seconds to go in the third quarter and a lot of momentum back on their side, but they have surely have an uphill battle thus far coming up. And we did mention Billy Walker, a member of that Pierre House through his years at Dominion, Kevin. But oh, the punt, the punt nearly blocked as Pierre's going to let it go and roll all the way down to the 31-yard line. I'm sorry, the 27-yard line. It looked, looked like they touched it at the 31. You've got to take that punt if you're Pierre there, Kevin. I mean, ball rolled 20, another 20 yards there for he the He had Vikings. some room to run as well. But, yeah, Billy Walker in the house supporting um, his Titans. Didn't want to come on our pregame show. Did you ask him? It's okay. I didn't <laughs> tell you what. Didn't ask him. Didn't know about it. We didn't know he was coming back. I know he's playing at Lackawanna uh, College in Pennsylvania. An excellent. Juco. Yep. Good pathway to the D1 level. 37 seconds in this third quarter to go. Titans trying to tie this one up. Down seven. And it's a QB keeper along the far side. No one saw it coming. I didn't even see it coming. And Trey Hayes gets 15 plus. Gain of 16. Jacob Herbin there to make the stop. But he faked it to Pierre. He faked it to Wirtz. And he took it himself the first time we've seen a designed run the whole season mm -hmm. for the Titans. And that's just making the, making the position unique to Trey Hayes. You, co you know, Kevin, Coach, Coach Holland has done a great these past two drives. Great job mixing up the play calls. And he's really played to Trey Hayes' strengths so far. So at the 43-yard line, their own 43 Titans take over. Titans continue their drive. Vikings coming with the heat. Immediate pressure. Hayes rolls out, throws to Trevor Carlin. This time he catches it. There's a flag down. First down and more. Trevor Carlin fighting as he's pushed out of bounds at the 46. But the flag is down, and that has been the killer of drives for this Titans offense as the third quarter comes to an end. It's going to be holding on the Titans. This must be very frustrating for these listeners to hear me say holding over and over after these good plays, but... It every, is really every time, Kevin, every time these Titans seems like come it. up with a first, big first down, they just get it pulled back from holding. And now I think, I think, yeah, they're going to switch for the quarters. And now J.D. Pierre is talking to the ref again as he seems to be the culprit here for these holding penalties uh, in these past two drives. So we're heading into the third quarter, or the fourth quarter. And a little MLB update. The Astros lead the Dodgers 1-0 in the bottom of the second as they went back home to their home stadium today and they stole one against the Dodgers in 11 innings. Okay, that, I will say that wasn't one of the best baseball games I've ever seen. Won 11 innings. There were six home runs from, I think, the 9th to the 11th. There were six home runs from both teams. Just ridiculous stuff. That's why you got to love baseball. It is great. So Sports are awesome, Kevin. That they are. Bring together a community. Bring together <coughs> people all over as Wyatt sneezes for the fourth time tonight. I have a cough. I have a bad cough. No, nah, that was a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> That's a cough. Don't know what's going on here as the Titans are getting the ball facing the same direction they were Whoa. facing. Um, at the end of the at the beginning of the third or at the end of the third quarter, but well, it looks like they were moved back 
Maybe the maybe the clock ran a little too long. But a substantial zero amount. zero on the clock here at Titan Stadium. So the clock has to change. Still zero zero as the Titans come out in their offensive formation. Still zero zero, and seems like they're good to go. Clock still not set. Clock still not set. <laughs> and Hayes takes a snap. He gives up the middle to Pierre, who finds a hole, makes a cut, and there he goes. There he goes down to the far side, across the 50, across the 45. First down and more. Breaks the tackle down to the 35-yard line, and the clock was never running, but a huge run from Pierre, and you see that more and more every time as Jaden Pierre, a 37-yard run, and sets the Titans up very nice with zero. I don't, I don't know what's going on with the clock, Kevin, but, I mean, that might have caught the, the Vikings on off guard a little bit. They were about to switch sides, and then they just went right back. Again, they're making up for that... That holding penalty they just they just faced a few minutes ago. You see down on the sideline right now is Jarman talking to Hayes and kind of mentoring him about this upcoming drive and what to do. You got Pirello, Hayes, and uh, Jarman all talking about this upcoming drive and planning for it. So Pierre, five catches, 62 yards. Carries. But I, carries 62 yards. Yeah, but you got to highlight his carries. I mean, this guy can be really lethal, okay. and they're bringing it. They're going to go right to left now. Last week, First down and 10 from the 35. Last week was Jaden's breakout game. He had three total touchdowns, three receptions, 41 yards, 64 rushing yards. I mean, all seemingly on these same end-around misdirection plays, I mean, Kevin. this guy can be dangerous on the ground. We haven't seen him running the ball much back when Jarman was quarterback, but now you see him being dangerous on the ground. Here we go, Robertson in at the tailback position. Richardson to the near side, and it's a quick pass to Richardson, and he runs out of bounds, and he stepped out of bounds, and that there is no flag, and that he might not have been out of bounds, Kevin. I think that's what the refs are calling here because he's so they don't think he was out of bounds. Down. Okay, but um, with eleven fifty-three to go again, in this like game, like we like we said, we wanted to see from Ho Coach Holland is getting the getting the quarterback going, and they're running these quick rollouts and hitting. The Richardsons and Carlins yeah, that's, of the world. Yeah, that's what we're looking for to get to get Hayes going with the quick passes. Richardson with four catches, 101 yards, and two touchdowns as they give up the middle of the words, who is stopped at the beginning. Then he bounces it outside to the far side. First down and more across the 20 and down to the 17-yard line. Big run from Wirtz, 10-plus yards. Tackle made by Trent Hubbard in the secondary, and Wirtz finds his way all the way down to the 17-yard line. Again, Wurtz has been a huge factor this second half. You've got to keep him in, keep feeding the beast here with 11.40 to go. Titans still down 21-28. to 28. Only a seven-point game, and this is one of the better games we've seen and called here at Titan Stadium. Wurtz with 50 rushing yards this half of Opposed to his 11 in the or the second half. Hayes with a quick screen pass to Richardson. Breaks a few tackles and a flag down. He... Got about six yards there. Again, I think it's going to be a, a block or a hold on, on a receiver it's, here. It's going to be a block in the back. Stalling this Titans drive. They're going to bring it back from the original spot at the 16-yard line. Again, Kevin, penalties playing a huge factor demoralizing this Titans offense. We'll see where they place it. Titans ready 
for the play as they break their huddle. And they're now just counting out the yards to move the ball back to the 28, to their own 28-yard line. They move it back 15 yards. And the first down marker is at the 8-yard line. They're at the 28. First down and 20. Hayes with a fake toss. He's going to take it himself along the near side, across the 35, across the 20. Gets all the way down to the 14-yard line and a great chunk yardage play. Great play call, too, Kevin. As he gets Holland. back inside the sticks, Ben Weiss swings him down. And it's going to bring up a second and more manageable, second and eight. 10.45 to go and counting in this game. And a big, big, big next couple of plays ensuing for the Titans. Field goal from Bloss Wood. Suffice here, Kevin, as, although they are down seven with 10.30 to go. You got to get your points, but touchdown would definitely be huge here. And look for them to go to their guys like Richardson. Play action fake. Hayes throws over the middle, and it's just out of the reach. A flag thrown. There's going to be a pass interference. Flag thrown on number 25, Mo Freeman, with the coverage on Kyle Kavinsky, who couldn't get his hand up all the way up. And it's going to be a first down. That is a huge flag for the Titans. They're going to go half the distance to the goal, I believe, as they were at the 14-yard line. Kavinsky getting his first target. Or, no, his second target tonight. He had that big, hit that big play in the first half. But well, that is the first time. On the defense. That's the first time we've seen Hayes go behind his offensive line. Mm -hmm. So he, he's, he went straight back after the play action. He didn't roll out at all. And it was kind of a jump pass to see over the line. And it's going to bring up a second and one. Interesting. Second and one at the eight-yard line. They go from the middle to Wirtz. And he gets the first down. Charges forward, and he's in. The buzzer is off before he gets in, but they knew it. He gets in. Wirtz looks to tie the game here. Alex Wirtz from eight yards out. And they are very excited here from the Titans offense. Alex Wirtz running up and down the sideline and the Titans with 14 unanswered. Great, great play call there. You gotta feed Wirtz. He's been unstoppable this second half and the great blocking again. This Titans offense line is playing a lot better, Kevin. And they've really just had methodical drives to, to, shut, to shut down this. That drive is two minutes, 29 seconds, five plays and 89 yards. Again, this extra point so This crucial. is a big, big extra point. I did say it was they tie the ball game, but here we go. And they did tie the ball game. Ice in his veins. Ramon Bloss and the Titans have really taken it on themselves here to respond. After being down 14, these seniors said, I'm not going out like this. Mm -hmm, Kevin and They probably did. They probably, they did. probably I mean, said that. I mean, even to start the third, the second half, they did not look like a, like a playoff team or like a team that wanted to be in the playoffs. Yeah. They really have turned it around. Once since they got up, got down two possessions. It's gonna be big to see this Vikings offense. They've been on the sideline for a long time now. It's gonna be big to see how they respond. They still got Goings, who's played an incredible game. Well, you gotta get Goings going. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get Goings going here for this drive. I mean, he's been he's been great, but Goings Goings has been getting going. Okay. He's been great, but that last drive, he had a key drop um, from, who was it, Winnett? He had a key drop from Winnett that cost them a third down conversion as 
Boss boots it deep, and that's his, oh, was about to be his third touchback, but it just snuck out of bounds at the two-yard line, and it's going to be moved all the way up to the 40-yard line. That's, that's big, Kevin. That's I a mean. mistake. That is a mistake like no other. I mean, you can just boot it deep to the end zone and the get the touchback, but the Loudoun Valley Vikings are going to get 20 extra yards at the 40-yard line. Score knotted up. At 28 in the fourth quarter, we got a great one for you with 10.08 to go in this game. At the 35-yard line, the Vikings take over. Titans blitzing five. Goings back to pass. He still has plenty of time. No, he flushed out. Still has room to run, and he throws on the run, and it is incomplete. Just out of the reach. Ooh, J.D. Pierre's down, down in the back, holding his left knee. He seems to be in a lot of pain, Kevin. There were a lot of guys rolled up on each other there, and that happens a lot with the offensive line, and oh, no. Oh, no. That is terrible to see for the Titans. Everyone takes a knee, and you never want to see a guy get hurt. Um like this, a, a promising guy. You know, Kevin, a guy that reopened his recruiting recruiting process or reopened his recruitment um, a few weeks ago, um, decommitted from Temple, and now he's still at a promising D1 future. But so remember the Marshall scrimmage, Kevin. I mean, he had a similar injury. He was, he looked to be in a lot of pain, but and he ended up being okay. Hopefully, hopefully it's one like of that. those deals. I mean, you gotta. He seemed to be slamming the ground in pain. Campos and three other linemen fell on him on that play, and you can only hope for the best for this kid. I mean, he's a great kid, and you can't say enough about him. Um, you know, kids always had a positive attitude, no matter what, Kevin and. Just a great guy in this Titans community. So I open the window trying to get some of the ambiance of this of this stadium, and it is silent. So that just shows you how important Jaden P or JD Pierre is for this team. Jaden Pierre goes and checks on his brother, and he shakes his head in despair. Not a good sign. George Richardson also down on the field stretching out. He's always had some trouble with his calf. In terms of cramping. Yeah. So 9.57 to go in the fourth quarter. 28-28 to 28 the score, and this injury could hurt the Titans' blocking schemes. And, and we're probably gonna see the Eric, defense. Probably going to see Eric Blackwell or Jake Whipple come into the game here in place of Pierre. But he is still down. With this injury, we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. So Pierre is now sitting up. Claps stream in from the Titans sideline. And Coach Carl Buckwalter now has to figure out what to do. 
And he's not putting any pressure on that. Or he's putting a little bit of... Putting a little bit of pressure as he limps off the field. He's walking off, but you never know because Thomas Jarman did walk off after his ACL mm -hmm. injury. And Pierre just looks upset at this point as he heads over to the sideline. As I said earlier, three men fell on him on that injury. We're getting going again. Second down and 10, 28 to 28 in the fourth quarter, 9.57 to go. They go to the spread formation. Goings gives up the middle to Schwartz, and he finds a hole up the middle, breaks it for a big gain, and he gets a first down and more running along the far side, across the 50-yard line, and across the 45, down to the 43. A big gain from Schwartz, who ran the ball up the middle and cut it outside. 22-yard gain there from Schwartz as we've seen him just cut, just gash through this Titans defensive front, and again, they're having to make this, this quick turnaround with J.D., being hurt and dealing with those emotions, but nonetheless, got to get a stop here, Kevin. From the 43-yard line, they go to the spread again, pistol formation, short still the back. They ha We haven't seen any different back or quarterback. Up the middle, they go to Schwartz. At that, it's that same exact play, and he rumbles forward for 10-plus, 11, 12 yards now, carrying the whole Titan secondary with him as he rumbles down to the 29-yard line. Kevin, this offensive line for the for the Vikings has just played incredible all game, both in the run and the pass. And they're really allowing Schwartz to find all these holes. They go right back to the line of scrimmage. You know, they're feeding him. He's got 22 carries tonight. I mean, you'd like to see that more from the Titans with Wurtz feeding their primary yeah. guy. Yeah, 9.06 to go. Goings coordinating his offense. Now he gives up the middle of Schwartz again in a big, big tackle. Joel Campos or Jamari Robertson there to make the tackle. A huge, huge stop in momentum there for the Titans, for the Valley offense. They're gonna bring up a second and nine with 8.45 to go in this big stop possession for the defense. Ethan Ferguson now gonna step in. Normally plays offensive line for the D-line, but for, <coughs> for the, for the to me in defense, again, we talked about Jamari Robinson so much, how crucial he is and how much of an unsung zero he is. This is a huge, huge second and 11. They give up the middle to Schwartz, and he's stopped in the backfield. Alex Schwartz comes blasting in, and he's hit and dropped for a loss of one. Gamer got third and 12, and that was a huge play as the Vikings could have gotten some trunk yardage to cut into that second and long, and they didn't do anything there. It's going to bring up a third and 13, third and long, and a big, big play for the Titans defense. Look for Goings to go to the air here and try to fit one into a tight pocket as he has been doing all the first half. Not much of the second half he has, as his last four passes are in completions. Mm -hmm. Timeout called by the Vikings. They're going to think this one over. Vikings called a timeout. Now they both teams have two left. Third tackle for Alex Wirtz. The middle linebacker who flies around the field. Again, who do you, what do you, I think Goings here is going to do what he's always done, exploit the middle of the field. The Titans are bringing out their third down and long per personnel that they have in the second half, and it's worked for them um, so far. But, again, we haven't really seen signs of Goings. We haven't really seen signs of Goings um, slowing down and, he has, he's been able to find, find receivers open no matter what. Well, I'll I mean. tell you what. He has been getting some pressure as you look on the sideline. Just about the best sign we've seen all night is J.D. Pierre 
jogging up and down the sideline, gives a nice hug to the trainer, Coach Rick, and that is very exciting to hear, to see. Helmet comes back on. Looks like he might come back in the game. So after we see a shirt of events, what yeah. we saw from third here. and twelve, seven forty-seven to go. Score knotted up at twenty-eight in the fourth quarter. Biggest play for this Titans defense. Here we go. They go with a man in motion. Darius Darius Brown follows him. Going back to pass. He's got all day throws and it's batted down. Incomplete. A flag down. A flag thrown. I think this is going against Webster here, Kevin, on that. On that down and out. Oh, hold on. Webster's Webster's clapping. I think he's He knows something we don't. He's down there. And the referees are going to meet. Intended for Jack Kutura, who's been a very reliable target for Goings. And we'll see what this call is. Can I still think this is four down territory as it's too far of a distance nope. to punt the ball. It's pass interference on the defense. That's against Webster, Kevin, and they, again they keep exploiting Isaiah on the outside. So they're going to move it up, and that is That's a brutal. killer for this Titans defense. They move it all the way up, a 15-yard penalty, all the way down to the 16-yard line, first down and 10 from the 16. 7.39 to go, and after we get the great news of Pierre being up and walking, this bad penalty hurts the Titans defense. First down and 10 Vikings. Trips to the near side. Goings looking around now gets in his crowd <coughs> from the shotgun. It's a quick pass to Samuel Allen who breaks a tackle and Kyle Kavinsky flag thrown. And he gets two there. Looks like it's going to be a block in the back from the Vikings. It's going to bring him back 10 yards. It's going to leave them at a first and 20 from the 26. Again, Kevin, the J.D. Pierre now back on the field. Great sign. Great for him. Again, we don't. We can only speculate. We didn't know what the injury was, but it looked much worse than it, it, it is now. Yeah, it's great to see him back on the field. That was definitely a scare for him. I feel like he fets, felt something go there that didn't go, and he's Again, definitely very happy. Adrenaline's rushing. Yeah, adrenaline's exactly. Rushing. Definitely very happy happen. to see him to see him back on the field with just under 7:30 to go. Score knotted up at 28. First and first and 20. Here we go. Titans need a turnover here, Kevin. That they do. They look like they're coming with the heat here. They send a man in motion in Allen. Linebackers sitting back. Goings looking. They get some pressure around the edge from Campos. And he's hit as he throws. Nearly picked off from Webster. But Campos did get some pressure there. Looked like he got a piece of the ball as mm -hmm. Goings threw it. And it's going to bring up a second and 20. The first time we've gotten some serious pressure on Goings. And got him to, well, the first time we've touched him when he's with mm -hmm. the ball. First time we've act they've actually been able to really affect one of his throws, Kevin. Exactly. And again, we need it. We need to see some more blitzes here. Well, they didn't the come Titans. with the blitz. That was Joel Campos on the far side, defensive end position. Goings is one for his last seven for five yards here. So let's see. And they fake it, and they go up middle to Schwartz, and a great tackle by J.D. Pierre. Schwartz broke two tackles from Robertson. And Campos got up the middle, looked like he was breaking it loose, but the hero, J.D. Pierre, back in the game, there to save it. And it's going to bring up a third and a whole long third. And 15 about. So 
Would you think about kicking a field goal, maybe get some chunk yardage here if it does come to a fourth down play? I mean, they're in field goal range, but that's all the confidence they have in their their field goal Maybe this here. is four down might territory. Be four down, might be four down and territory. And you just try to get some yards here, and then you set up for your fourth and whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Titans fans getting loud, going back to pass. Throws to the far side, near side, and it's incomplete. Over the head of Jonathan Sedmak and... And they're bringing out the field goal unit, Kevin. So Jonathan Sedmak, ball was intended for going. Can't really get things going in the second mm -hmm. half as he was rolling. In the first half, he's been missing receivers left and right. A 42-yard field goal ensuing. As you remember earlier in the game, this kicker missed a 22-yard field goal. He got blocked too, Kevin, so I don't know. I'm not so sure about this here. This could be a huge swing. 6.25 to go, and this could be huge for the Titans. Titans fans getting on their feet, 28-28 to 28 the score. 6.25 to go in the fourth quarter. The snap, kick, up, and it looks good. And it is good. He kicks it through the uprights, and they are thrilled on the Valley sideline. They didn't give much pressure. Nicholas V boots it through the uprights. Not much pressure given for Nicholas V. What a kick, Kevin. 42 yards. What a kick. What a 42-yard field goal yeah. from, from the Latin Valley kicker. And now that is huge. Again, we have Ramon Bloss on our team, a reliable field goal kicker. But I was getting flashbacks from Wood to the Woodgrove playoff game yeah. from last year. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I was thinking there was going to be a block and a return coming to that send this happen. Titans That didn't team. happen. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Misheard you. So 6.18 to go. Titans offense now with the fate in their hands. Down three, 38 to 21, 28. 31 to 28. The Loudoun Valley kicker kicking left to right. Three men receiving back to receive. It's Zegby, Wirtz, and Webster near side to far side. Maximilian K. Under kick it off, and it's an, an onside, onside kick. kick. It is an onside kick recovered by Loudon Valley. And I don't know what to make of it. It looked like he missed the ball, and he kicked it with his back foot. Kevin, they ran that rolling, that rolling, oh, my, oh, wow. I thought they might have touched it before it traveled 10 yeah. yards, Kevin, but no, they, that was just a well-executed special teams Very well play. Executed. And, now, and now the Vikings are going to get the ball back up three with 6.18 to left. Left to go in the game, Kevin. Very, very big play. And Again, the we, we, they, they referees had the are talking about it. Again, they had and it's going to be Vikings ball. They had the special. They had the fake punt in the first half, and again, we're, we're, they're facing a team that has nothing to lose here, Kevin. They're three and five. The Titans are five and three, and again, you got to be aware on this on the special teams unit for for what's going to happen on these plays. So that last drive that ended in the field goal was three minutes, fifty seconds, seven plays. And ended in a 42-yard field goal. So a huge stop coming up with 6.18 to go. 6.18 to go. And a flag down. I think J.D. Pierre jumped there. And that was going to only hurt the Titans' chances at the defensive end. That's his third time he's had a penalty. And he's obviously upset for, with himself. Kevin, I mean, that... What a gutsy play call if you're the Vikings, and I just think you got to be ready for that if you're the Titans special Definitely teams. Definitely not expecting that. They are expecting to get the ball back, 
And they have the Vikings have the first and five here. They give up the middle to Schwartz, and he powers forward for about four there. Going to bring up a second and one at the 41 of the Titans. And Continu they're continuously they're getting those four to five yard runs here, Kevin. They're getting near their field goal range now. 6.01 to go in this game. The clock keeps running. Both of these teams have two timeouts left, Kevin, as it's now second down and, second down and one. Trips to the far side, run receiver to the near side. They come with the blitz, and it's picked up. Schwartz gets it, and let's see if he got the first down. He's very, very close, right near the marker. Depends on forward progress here, where the ref's going to spot him. It looks like they gave him a first down here. Yeah, it's going to be first down, Vikings, at the 30-yard line. First down and 10, or they're going to have to measure. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bring out. I think they're gonna bring out the chain gang here. Would like to give a shout out to Mrs. Schwartz, another loyal listener. You know the woman that keeps our producer sane at home. She when he's not yelling at me. <laughs> me and you both, brother. <laughs> here we go. From the 40-yard line. Ryan, lo like Ryan loves giving me fist bumps in looks the booth. I love it. Looks like it will be a first down. They go up the middle to Schwartz, and that time it's really stopped. No gain there for Schwartz. And Coach Choppy is finally pleased for the work of his defensive line. 4.40 to go, second and 10, and this is a crucial, crucial couple plays coming up as time becomes a factor. Second and 10. They're starting to slow down. Instead of hurrying up every time, they're starting to slow down their, their no-huddle offense. I think they're going to keep running the ball, see if they can, until they get to third Eat some clock. down territory. Titans yeah. stacking the box, but going throws, and it is dropped incomplete. Good defense by Isaiah Webster, and he's been targeted a lot. He's been, they've been going to his side quite a bit, and it's going to bring up a third and ten. Going still lethal from the quarterback position, so it's very, very doable from a third and ten. At the 40-yard line. Here we go. I'd like to see the Titans bring a blitz here on third down, Kevin. But, again, not, pressure has not played a factor in this game for this Titans defensive front. He normally loves to get pressure on the quarterback and stop the run, but they have not we'll done that We'll see what if they do come with a blitz. They're coming with six. Goings takes a snap. Looking. He's got plenty of time. Throws to the far side, and he's hit and tackled. Gets about eight. And he did not get the first down. Jonathan Sedmak made the catch and the run. He could have dived, dove forward, and he's stopped just short. So we'll see if they bring out the field goal unit. It would be a line. It'd be a 48-yard yard field goal. Or no, the ball is placed hmm, The ball is placed at the 33. So it's going to be a fourth and three. They're going to go for it here, I believe. You can expect to run up the middle to Schwartz. They've run that, that delayed draw play, Kevin, quite a few times, and, yeah. it's got, and it's worked for them, too. Fourth and three. They have to get to the 30-yard line. They're at the 33, and they're going to take a timeout and think it over. This is the biggest play of the game coming up as the Titans need to get the ball back as you hate to see their defense just hugging and chugging out there. Mm -hmm. and, and then, and again, that... They'd immediately come back on the field after forcing the Valley Vikings to a field goal, and that's not an ideal situation, but yeah. their season 
seemingly in the balance as of now with this fourth and three, Kevin. And, you know, the Loudoun Valley Vikings, again, I don't think the Titans expected the team that they are playing tonight. And, again, Buck Walter likes to take it week by week. And Pierre is limping. He's, got a, he's had a gutty performance tonight. He's made a few mistakes, but he's also made a few great plays yeah. for the Titans. Well, it's great to see him in this key position, you know, toughing it out. And, he's, as you say, gutty performance, just to be able to be there for his team and, and be there in a key spot in which they need him. So the defense chant being chanted from the stands, not only the D block, all over the stands. The biggest play of the game coming up. They go trips to the far side. One receiver to the near side and the wide side. Look for them to run something to the wide side. Pistol formation. Here we go. Big play, Kevin. Titans coming with the heat. It's a toss play. It's a broken play. Goings running around. He just throws it up. And it is going to be batted away. It's a turnover on downs. It was a broken play. Goings had nowhere to go. And the Titans get the ball back with 3.17 to go and a chance to win this ball game. Kevin, he was trying to pitch to Schwartz, and he looked the wrong way. I don't know how you have that kind of mistake out of a timeout if you're the Valley Vikings. That is brutal. That is, that is you know just what, tough. It, it might credit them. It might. You might have to credit that to the time Goings has missed when he was hurt. I mean, this is mm -hmm. one of his only one of his first games back, and he's still adjusting to this offense. Now it's going to be, be a 68-yard drive from Trey Hayes. They are 68 yards from victory here. First down and 10 at the 32. Here we go. Trey Hayes trying to lead his first game-winning drive as a Titan quarterback. He throws a quick pass complete to Kyle Kavinsky, who finds his way down to the 40-yard line, and a good chunk of yards for seven there. 3.08 to go and counting now. Great first play call to start this drive, Kevin. And Looks like they're not going to go to the huddle. They go right to the no-huddle offense, and they go to the pistol formation. Wurtz behind. Trey Hayes. Hayes looking, he throws, and it is nearly picked off. And they're caught? saying pass complete to Trevor Carlin. Nice, nice pass, dangerous pass as the cornerback came running up on it, tried to take a chance on it and pick it off. Trevor Carlin was there to make the catch, moving the change, first down and 10, Titans at the 42. Trevor 241 Carlin, to go. Trevor Carlin falling out of bounds. We talked, about, we talked to him about, about falling in that halftime interview, Kevin. He loves to fall down after the catch. First down and 10 from the 42. They give up a little to Wurtz this time. Wurtz finds a hole up the middle. There he goes across the 35. He is off to the races with 2.20 to go. Alex Wurtz has just put the Titans up in their homecoming game. What a magical story for the Titans. 57-yard run from Wurtz, and we talked all game about him, about having to feed them, feed him, feed the beast, Kevin, and again, He's gassed on the sideline. What a play. What a play. The you know, play of this, I don't want to say it too soon, but the play of the season, 59 seconds, three plays, 68 yards, and it only takes that much time for Trey Hayes to, to give the ball to Alex Wirtz and for him to find the end zone. A big extra point here for Bloss, and... It oh. hits off the upright. It is no good, and it remains a three-point game, 34-31, to 31, and that is crucial. In a key spot, when you talk about a guy who's stepped up so much for this team, 
he misses the field goal or the extra point and that is crucial with 2.18 to go this Vikings team can surely mount a comeback Kevin you know we said it was 64 yards for Trey Hayes to lead this team to victory but no I mean they scored maybe too fast yeah here. I mean they gave goings a lot of time but this Titans defense has, has slowed him down as of late so you know this defense has been their rock all year and it's up to them to to win this ball game and they're two minutes push 18 this team to the playoffs two minutes 18 seconds away from a playoff berth and the Dulles district championship what a run by and Wirtz. a win what a run by words on the homecoming game what a run by words what an explosive play and a key spot as he signals to get this crowd loud and just about what's coming up the next the biggest defensive stop for the Titans all year Bloss boots it deep, definitely returnable from the end zone. Be, and gonna no, be a touchback, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a touch. Forgot about that rule when I was in Italy. <laughs> he had two feet in the end zone, and it's going to be taken from the 20-yard line. So 2.18 to go. Goings and company definitely can mount to come back here, but if I'm telling my defense right now, I'm, the, I'm Coach Carl Buckwalter, I'm telling my defense, one stop. You guys have been the rock all year. Give me one stop. Give me this. Let's get going. As they've given up a uncharacteristic 31 points. What tonight. a game! What a game, Kevin! We've seen what everything. What a homecoming game! Here we go. The seemingly final drive of the night. Spread formation for Goings and Company. He's looking around. Now gets into his crouch formation. 2:18 to go. Down three are the Vikings. Going steps up and it's picked off. It's picked off by uh, by Isaiah Webster running along the far side. He dives forward to the four yard line. And what an interception. Trey Hayes signaling to pump up the crowd. Isaiah Webster, who's been picked on all night, picks it off in a huge play. There's a flag down, but it was after the interception. And looks like it could be a hold, but the Titans will still regain possession. Alex Wirtz comes back. Or Isaiah Webster comes back. What a play from Webster. After being picked on all night. I mean, yeah, he has been picked on all night. He's, he's hung in there. He's made a few big plays on third down, and none bigger than that. Wow. There's the penalty was against the defense, but it's going to be Titan football. It's going to be Titan football. After yeah. the, all the confusion, Titan football, 2.06 to go. It's going to be they're going to have the ball at the 20-yard line, and boy, what a bad time for Goings to make a mistake like that. He just threw it over the middle, and he, it was a line drive ball, but it looked like it would just – what did you see there, Wyatt? Well, Kevin, I mean – Webster had had his man beat on the route the whole time. He was right. He was right with him the whole the whole play. And Goins just didn't see him underneath, and he just made a made a great read and great play on the ball. Mind you, the Titans still have to get a, a first down here. Two oh six to go. I think the Vikings only have one timeout left. So a first down could end it for the Titans. They have the ball at the twenty nine yard line. First down and ten. Hayes goes in the pistol formation, and they are so very close to a win here tonight. They give to Wurtz up the middle. Wurtz find hole and he's hit and he dives down. He was looked like he was smacked in the head and he mm -hmm. took a little crouch and then he kept going and dove forward for three yards, 150 and counting here. The Vikings elect not to use their timeout right here. Second and seven coming up. 
They're using as much time as they can. 139 to go now. Up three are the Titans, 34 to 31. Second and seven coming up for Trey Hayes and company. Two receivers to the near side, one at the wing position in Trey Hayes. They give him a little words again, bouncing around in the backfield, and he gets nothing. And I would think the Vikings would use their timeout here. If they have any left, Kevin. If they have any, if they have any left. I mean, they still don't call one. Or here we go. Yeah, timeout Vikings with 1.17 to go. And a big third down. So what are you doing here? I mean, are you passing the ball? There's two straight run plays up the middle. You can't really afford that. I don't, I don't think there's any chance you pass the ball here, Kevin. I mean, you eat as much clock as you can. You're going to punt it away. Try to down them. And at least, they're going to have at least 80 yards to go um, the length of the distance. The that Vikings would if they get the ball back on, on offense. Well, with of. a good punt, yeah. Well... That is true. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is very, very true. Yep. So third and seven. So they have two more plays. So they go for it on fourth down. No, because if you go for it, the clock stops. Oh, okay. So it's gonna. They would give the ball back to the to the Vikings. Okay. So you so don't get it on fourth down. So we go stops. through the situation. One seventeen to go. Titans Thirty-four to thirty-one. Titans lead. Third and seven. And the Titans looking looking to run the ball here. Correct. Yes. And then. What would they do? Kick a field goal in the fourth down if if need be? I think they, they, they're going to punt it, see if they can down them inside the yeah. 20, or if okay. not, just get the touchback and force them to drive 80 yards in less than a minute. So here we go. see how this plays out. Third down. I'd be surprised if they don't run it here. They Ooh. give a reverse play to Jaden Pierre, first down and more, and that'll do it as he... Tops it off with a touchdown. Runs past the 10. Jaden Pierre, the senior on his homecoming night, clinches this game for the Titans as they go up two scores with 1-0-6 to go. High fives all around in the booth. Hugs from Jade, Gabe Garcia and Joel Campos and hugs from the housemates of J.D. Pierre and George Richardson and a big sigh of relief for Titan fans, players, and everyone around the Titan community. That, that drive was one minute exactly, three plays, and 30 yards with 1.06 to go. The lead is nine. Bloss trying to make it 10. What a turnaround, Kevin, as the Titans now go up 10 points here, and that's pretty much gonna seal the game. One minute, six to go, two possession game, but Pierre, six carries, 90 yards, one touchdown again. Holland implementing those those end arounds, and you gotta give credit to Coach Holland tonight. I mean, he's done a great job with the play calling. He's really turned this offense around that was quite stagnant in the beginning Especially of the second in the half. Especially in the second half. The beginning of the second half, Titans they looked 24 lost. to three in the second half. They mm -hmm. have just destroyed this this Vikings defense. So the I believe that we will win chant is among us in the Titan student section, and what a game. I mean, we've seen everything. We've seen special teams plays. We've seen, we've seen, we've seen big turnovers. I mean, Titans have got, their Titans defense, you know, you can't, give, you can't win games giving up 31 points, but no. they're going to tonight just because they got stops when they needed well, to. Well, they got that one stop, and why? You talk about their offense. They must have heard you when you said short passes get Hayes going, and they sure did. Mm -hmm. And you know what? A promising 41-point explosion from this Titans offense. And again, that also had so much to do, we talked about it at halftime, about getting Wirtz going, and he only had five carries in the first half, and 
man, did they feed him? They feed him. Did, did they feed him in the second half? And he just capped it off with that that long touchdown run, and then Jaden Pierre, even capping it even more off, as Bloss so squibs it. So a squib it. kick from Bloss, and it bounces around all the way to down to the 15 yard line, then taken by Samuel Allen, who dances around down past the 25 to the 27, but with 59 seconds to go. But if this team, if this Loudon Valley team did somehow make it to the playoffs, I mean, not that they, not that I believe they will I mean, after this loss, but I will, I will they, say would be a, they would be a team to, you wouldn't want to mess with. Yeah, Kevin, I will say the, the overall quality of teams in this conference has been down from years past. And yeah. I mean, you've got Woodgrove, who's been inconsistent all year. They just lost to Heritage, but they're still, they're still good, a good team. And Woodgrove fell tonight 42-33 to to Loudoun County. Wow, and County what a turn of events. Woodgrove, after beating the Titans in the game, Thomas Jarman's season ended. So I believe Woodgrove is out of the playoffs and they're, Yeah, now. They're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Wow. And now I think that makes room for County as Steve Zegbe almost gets a pick. But as Kevin, Goings fires a pass, dropped by his receiver with 53 seconds to go. They're going to have to work very quickly in this two-possession game. I mean, Kevin, you look at the playoff standings now. We have to find out the uh, outcome of the Millbrook-Liberty game. But Which our spotter, if, if Liberty, our spotter Ryan will get on that. But if Liberty wins, the Titans are still going to look at that three seed most likely to end for the playoffs. As Goings misfires again to the near side, bring up a third and ten. But if Millbrook wins like they were expected to as they're the number one seed in the, in the playoffs, the Titans... Imagine that after all they've faced this year, we'll get would get a first round bye as, as, the, as the number two seed in this playoffs, Kevin. So Goings, in the second, and he's one for his last twelve, and in those twelve, he has eight yards and one interception. So definitely a little decline from his first half into the second half. Goings drops back, fires, and it's in and out of the hands of Samuel Allen. We've so seen a lot of he's airmed a lot of airmed a lot of passes. Yeah, he anytime he, he misses, he misses high. He's but been as I'll comfortable you, as he there's was. Been, there's been four or five drops yeah, from these receivers. So you, you, got, you can't credit it all to goings. But we look at this the, the conference in general, like I was saying. I mean, Loudon Valley, if you if you have goings the whole season, you're looking at a really good team. Yeah, oh, definitely. Definitely in the thick of things in the playoff picture. But Fourth down and ten. Big play, trying to convert it. He's got plenty of time. Lofts it over the middle. Down to the 30-yard line. He's going to have to break a tackle to get the first down. He does. Wirtz ends up getting him at the 40-yard line, but it's going to be a first down and more. <laughs> the clock continues, or stops, with the first down. 31 seconds to go. Still a comfortable 10-point lead for these Titans. And Loudon Valley would, I think, have to just chuck it up right now and get in the end zone as soon as possible as the clock starts running to have a chance at this point. They get a big blitz off of Chris Adu, and that forces Goings to throw it away and a flag thrown very, very late. So Millbrook has defeated Liberty, and that's a as that's a great sign as for expected. the Titans, Kevin. That's a great yes, because now that Millbrook wins, Dominion will jump um, Liberty and power and power points as Coach Buck Walter and the team okay. has explained to me this week. Okay, if, so if Liberty had won, Millbrook would still have the yeah, power point advantage over that Dominion. To me earlier. So it's right Dominion's now it's going to get the number two seed. Dominion's going to get the number two seed and going into Parkview week. Don't want to be too overconfident, but that's a game they're always, they're, they're yeah. all, they always win. And, th and it's going to be their senior night too, Kevin. Goings back to pass, chucks it deep down to the near side, and catch made uh, over Steve Zegby. 
And down to the other 40-yard line, a tightened down. He gets up quickly. That was Chris Adu. Flags down, though, and this could be coming back. Again, we will update you guys throughout the week on DHS Press Twitter account for the VHSL for Region 4C playoff rankings, but it will be interesting to see how this playoffs point system plays out. And yeah. Boy, the Titans were facing the end of their season tonight, Kevin, with that with they were sessions I mean, and they really just they woke up I think, it around. I think they realized at when it was twenty eight to fourteen at the beginning of that second half, they thought could our season come to an end tonight? Yeah, and you saw it. I mean it was the seniors that stepped up, it was Alex Wartz that we said, you know, those are the guys that are gonna have to win or lose the game for you. Exactly. He, he pretty much won the we game. We said for it them. and he we did. He won the game for them. And Trey Hayes. Guys like, well, we said, Alex Wirtz, Isaiah Webster. Who scored the touchdown at the end? Who had the interception? I mean, you look at the, those two guys coming up big and for Jayden the Titans. Jaden Pierre capping it off with, an, with the touchdown, With the touchdown, too. yeah, yeah. You also don't want to discredit, and Jaden is waving the Titans flag. <laughs> Gives it to Grace Abrahamian. <laughs> that's, that's just fun times all over for the Titans sideline. It was, could have been a very solemn night, I said. I've said this throughout the broadcast. Could have been a very solemn night. How about Trey Hayes, though, Kevin? I mean, he's... Stepped in, one of the, probably one of the best quarterback seasons we were looking at. From I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. I don't know what's going on on the field right now. Players are <laughs> scattered. Players are scattered all over the place. It looks like there was a personal foul on the Titans, on the on the Loudon Valley Vikings. They move it all the way back to the 46. I really noticed there was no there was no football going on. For <laughs> yeah, five, players were scattered all over the place. It was a weird scene. Goings get pre gets pressure along the edge. He dumps it off to. Schwartz, and he's pushed out of bounds as time expires. The Titans rush the field and take the win. A comeback win in their homecoming game and a glad and relieved atmosphere here at Titans Stadium. Kevin, one, one word to describe this Titans team right now is resiliency, man. And I mean, you know, we talked about, we criticized their ability to re respond from adversity, and, and that's exactly what they did tonight is responded in the face of adversity, came back, and what a game. What a game, 41-31, homecoming week. Just right. Awesome, awesome atmosphere, awesome scene. What a, Just about the best game, one of the best games we called. You see down on the sideline, our editor-in-chief, Grace Abrahamian, waving the flag, going up and down the track, and we're giving her a thumbs up up here. Thank you to everyone that also turned into the pregame show and the, and the game tonight, Kevin. Great performance all around. Hey, great performance for you too, and great performance for the Titans. Defense and offense and special teams tonight. A 41-31 victory and a relief for the Titans as they head to the playoffs. This is DH This is DHS Press Network signing off.